0: Hey guys, has this lockdown made you lose track of your fitness goals? Are you starting your resolution for 2021 and you wanna lose weight but need some help? Introducing my affordable workout plans for men and women with packages starting at $5, this offer can't be beat. Go to RadicalLatino.com to find out more. Hey guys, do you have a product you want more eyes on? Advertise with The Radical Latino Show, where over 10K podcast downloads and the number 25 spot on the 55 All Latin Podcast list. You'll want your product heard on everyone's phones and cars. Go to RadicalLatino.com forward slash contacts and start advertising today. Playing The Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, but put your hands in the air. The New Yorks. Yeah, yeah I mean, Latino
1: is taking you to another level. I think there's more
0: radicals than Sivo. Radical Latino, you're The radical point of views. I think his views are actually more dangerous. people welcome back to another episode of the radical latino show with your host the radical latino aka number 17 on all latin podcasts aka number 24 on all bronx influencer podcasts and youtube influencer list and mr unsuable for 54 weeks running what is going on i hope you guys are doing great i hope you guys are living good and i hope you guys are you know, doing what y'all need to do. You know what I'm saying? I really do. Um, a Big shout out to all my people out there. You know what I mean? A big shout out to y'all. A huge shout out to uh, my, my new subscribers. A, a huge shout out to all my new listeners. A huge shout out to everybody, everybody, everybody. I want to give you guys a huge round of applause. A huge, huge, huge round of applause. You know, if it wasn't for y'all, this whole thing would not be possible you know what i'm saying so yes a huge shout out to y'all you know give y'all some air horns you see what i'm saying give y'all some air horns now there's a couple of updates before we you know start this whole uh you know episode off right uh this episode is sponsored by my merch store you know what i'm saying go to the link down below it's a teespring merch store or go to my website radicallatino.com and you could go to the merch spot on the website, go to the website that is linked on uh, the, the, my website, you know, you could click the link, go to the shop and, and shop for the the latest shirts and hoodies and, and, and leggings for the, for the females shop for all that, you know what I'm saying? There's a couple of, couple of cool new designs up in there. So definitely go check that out. Also. I got. If you guys are not following me on social media, is radical underscore latino underscore both on Instagram and Twitter. If you guys are not checking me out, I don't know what y'all doing, but y'all really need to do so because I give you guys updates. If I'm gonna be late with the podcast, if I'm gonna, you know, if if I'm, I'm doing a different episode or whatever the case is, but. The, the reason why I, I, you know, I'm telling you is because I put up, um, on my, on my Instagram and also on my YouTube, I put up, uh, a thing that I got, basically I was, um, I'm ranked 21 on iTunes and ranked on the, uh, on podcast list, 8.1 for replayability and most listens so i want to give you guys a huge 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 shout out thank you very much you know what i'm saying some air horns for y'all you know what i'm saying some air horns for y'all a huge shout out because if it wasn't for you guys this whole thing would not be possible you know what i'm saying this whole thing would not be possible because you guys are the reason why this whole thing is 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 going now Obviously, when you get some love, you're also going to get some hate. You know what I'm saying? So uh, recently, my iTunes uh, podcast, my iTunes podcast thing has been frozen for a day because it was uh, mass flagged or whatever the case is from some of these you know, white supremacists and parties want to be Hispanic white supremacists type of people, right? so they mass flagged it and they said it's um due to mass flagging it's under review and within a cu- couple of like hours like towards the end of the day uh it got unfrozen and it got uh, reapproved again or whatever the case is and you know it's basically because i'm not saying nothing crazy you know what i mean i'm not saying nothing crazy i'm not um inciting you know riots so i'm not inciting any insurrection type of thing you know what i'm saying so uh the haters thought that they actually got a win by reality they had a huge l they just wasted their whole damn time all of that time could have been wasted on some like you know trying to get money or whatever the case is you know what i'm saying but it, it is what it is haters are out here shooting their shot you know what i'm saying they they, they were out here shooting but all, all, of them is, you know, I ate them joints. I out to snacked. <laughs> That's a you know what I mean, but anyway, uh, new videos on the way, um, new videos on the way. Stay tuned. I got a couple of things in the stash that I got re- I got ready. You know, I got ready in that repertoire. Uh, definitely stay tuned for all of that. Now I'm going to read comments for episode 155. That's last week's episode, and it was somewhat controversial because I got a lot of people, you know, going going towards it, and also the recent interview that I had with the Indigenous podcast. Um, shout out to them. Um, you know, there was a couple of things said in that interview um, that in this interview we clarified, but there was a couple of things that I, we said in that interview, and people just took it out of context and just started attacking me or whatever the case is. So um they started attacking them to talking about radical whatever. But anyway, um last episode I was basically uh talking about and responding to Macho his uh his live stream on Afro Latinos and the fact that you know he uh went down this road of racism or whatever the case is right so it was basically a response to that because people were asking me you know uh hey response to it but you know i ended up doing so so um latin spling denise says copper equals all latinos shout out to her yes you know 100 um bro tep bro said um um shout out to dominicans puerto ricans cubans mexican all latinos in general as well as non-racist white and Asian folks, let's make this a better world than what was given to us by our parents. Shout out to him, 100% true. Shout out to him. Um, Keith Nelson says, great show, bro. Shout out to you, thank you very much. Um, Juan Rambo says, I was hoping for a panel discussion with Xtina Denise fighter conflict on these issues. Uh, radical Latino, uh, you might do a video where I'm for contributing to the Dominican Republic. Trust me it's on the way. I have all of this on the stash. You just guys gotta give me some time. You know I am saying you guys gotta give me some time. Um, neck says the more they keep it up, the more Afro Latinx will break away from and real night with the global black diaspora. And that is true that is also true if latin people don't shape up and actually stop with the bs talking about you know we don't accept latin folks and all this other bs listen the 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 afro latinos are going to just start going into some they they're going to be breaking away and and again that's part of white supremacy divide and conquer you know what i'm saying that's the last thing that we want we need to unite as a as one group but it is what it is you know um some of these he's funny don't think far enough into the zeitgeist you know i got one of my haters here uh here's the thing latinos come from all colors from white to black my siblings and i are not the same skin tone either so should we separate families too nobody's talking about that this um ish is ridiculous it's just um, fun, hooray! Who uh, takes radical serious? I guess three thousand something people take me serious, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and, and this is what what these these people are. They they just they just you know funny style. Um, the the thing is, we're not talking about separating families. The thing is that we got to understand that. Um, you know, we were trying to come up with a a, a, a consensus. Of what we should be calling ourselves. On top of that, the people that are separating us are the machos of the world, the Chivos of the world, the ranchos of the world. Culture he's um Castizo doesn't have an issue with them. But they have he has an issue with me. That's that's kind of funny. He doesn't have an issue with them talking their racist talk. That's fine to him. But with me, he has an issue. That that doesn't make that doesn't make no type of sense. You know what I'm saying that doesn't make no type of sense. He's probably listening to this right now, like,
1: how dare you?
0: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that doesn't make no type of sense, but it is what it is. Um, Jose Rosa says, unsubscribe from this nonsense. Peace. Catch you later. Goodbye. Farewell. Take that on your way out. Um, what was it? Uh, Winndell says, my sister who lives in. Elmhurst, Queens. Ooh, said that Hurricane Ida did a number on New York. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. So, um, even to this day, some people are still uh, recouping from that. So, uh, hey, listen. Um, shout out to all the people that that got affected. Hopefully, y'all, yeah, um, you yeah, recouping. Y'all yeah, recouping fine. You know what I'm saying? Um uh rafael says great live stream bro good job telling the truth and calling out the racist trolls like tivo phoenix and others 100 percent true 100 true and this is and this is the reason why i do what i do you know what i'm saying franken on front says if more latinos are so self, um self identifying as native on the u.s census that's a good sign that more people are waking up to the reality that they're being ruled by white supremacy which means that our that your podcast is having a positive effect and impact on their psyche i agree with you when you said that latinos should only identify as either black or native on the census if black people are also native to the americas i will push for our people to self-identify as native as well yes um there is some black folks that um have some native you know ancestry and native dna you know um here in the americas and that's 100% true you know uh so, you know some of them you know a lot of people like to say that no they were brought from Af- no actually there were there were some africans that were that that were there were some black folks that were here you know um and they they do share that and they intermarried and intermixed with the native population so uh there 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 is historical you know uh presidents for that type of stuff i don't know if which came first or whatever the case is but i do know that there were some black folks here later on you know later on but you know that 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 is true and one thing um i'm gonna read i'm gonna read stephanie uh you know comment which I took for this interview because we're gonna, you know, b- basically talk about. It. She said, "Hey, shout out to, to to Stephanie. You know what I mean? Shout out to her. She, uh, you know, she uh, she she be running her man. You know what I mean? Um, she be doing her thing. She's a stay-at-home, uh, uh, a wifey. You know what I mean? Cooking, cleaning, and 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 you know what I mean? She she be she be uh she be you know." Like her man be going to the store for her and all that. You no, know, no, nah, nah, let me stop. Um, she said, "I think that using new terms to describe people by color is continuing to promote racist American imperialism and ideologies onto the rest of Latin America." True. And she basically goes on to to basically break down um certain things like um you know uh. We're going to be basically perpetuating the same thing, you know, um It it, that our colonizers put out, you know, I don't refer to myself as copper A black white or other term and I agree with that. I agree with that 100% And just briefly, um, I even wrote back and mind you In the interview that you guys are about to hear Um, I talk. we talk about it. We discuss it I said I see what you're saying these terms are a work in progress nothing is set in stone you're totally right about color based identity is confirming to colonizer mentality thing is we do need a racial identity i don't know what it will be called but for the for those of us who will fall under the cracks of identity we need something to identify us with our definition because politically speaking we can start to ask for specific aid ethnicity doesn't allow that thing to happen because outside people who aren't us can come in and that is my whole point of making latin folks uh, their own race that is my whole point because at the end of the day we can actually unify politically and also allocate resources specifically for set race that we actually come up with so to me i'm seeing it as a a long haul you know what i mean politically speaking i'm seeing that as a benefit you know and again black and native we could definitely fall into that we could definitely fall into that. latin people we need to Classify, regardless if we light skin or not. You know what I'm saying, to to native or black. You feel me? Like light skin. When I'm talking about light skin, I'm talking about phenotypically. You don't look white, but you got light skin like J.Lo and all of them, right? Phenotypically, you don't look white. So you could either fall in between those two things. You know what I'm saying, because you are not white. You feel me? so that that that's what that's where i'm i'm coming from i, I you know the anglo ones the one the Nick point to is the cameron diaz of the world those are the ones who are anglo latinos they shouldn't even be in the same conversation as us they go they go somewhere else you know what i'm saying so that was my whole point into this whole conversation that was my whole point into this whole uh uh you know uh, definition because we do need something to classify as we do need something to identify as and that's um and that's the reason why i like that term coppers because it's something with our own definition that people who don't want to identify as black or native but fall under you know what i mean but we definitely do discuss it um with the indigenous podcast and with that being said um, for those who are listening this through the podcast shout out to ya! but i highly 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 recommend highly recommend you guys go to youtube and watch the podcast from there because this is gonna be a visual podcast and there's gonna be certain things that you guys it won't translate audibly through the podcast but it'll translate very great visually to you know through the podcast so i definitely recommend this episode you guys go to my youtube channel and definitely check it out because there was a, there's a couple of information a couple of things that we do put out there um that is going to be something very important for us to see and for you to see. you know what i'm saying so without further ado um this is gonna be a little you know boxing match between me and the No, let me stop um i want to give a huge uh a huge Don demarco to the indigenous podcast um shout out to them they're they're great brothers um i learned a lot you know they're very very well versed in indigenous history indigenous research indigenous identity they're very well versed and researched in that well more versed and researched than I am shout out to them and um I am just very lucky and blessed to even have the privilege to have them on so I could actually learn from them brothers you know what I'm saying so without further ado this is the interview with me and the indigenous podcast enjoy yo what up my people is your boy radical latino you already know who it is i got a little new setup right now i even got this little mic setup you know what i'm saying yeah yeah that's the tough thing you think you think all right calm down calm down relax calm down so uh i bring you guys special guests every other week and it isn't any different this week. all right it's so special that i had to bring out you know and represent you know what i'm saying you feel me? I, you know, gotta represent the 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 indigenous, the indigenous people. You feel me? Now, with that being said, I would like to introduce to you guys the Indigenous Podcast. What's going on, guys? What's up? What's up, man? Thank you for having us on, man. Yeah, Happy yeah, yeah. Here. No problem, no problem. Um, so this is Marcus and Juan. Um, how how you say it? Marcus and who, and, and Juan Chaloa?
1: Yeah, Juan Chalo, man, or you can just call me Juan, Juan for short if you want to.
0: Okay, Juan. So Marcus and Juan, um, they're part—they're a duo group, and they're—they're um, they're part of the Indigenous podcast. They—they uh, uh, they bring Indigenous history hidden that we don't know too much about. And recently, I was interviewed by these two individuals, and it, it got a little heated. You know what I'm saying? Not, not from our interview, but from the people that were responding to it and people that were actually seeing the the conversation that we were having. So um, I decided to bring them back. i decided to actually interview them and see if we can um, find common ground on certain things. Now, before I, we go into this whole interview, I wanna just preference this and say, we're fighting the same fight. We are at the same team. Regardless if we have different opinions and we differ from different ideologies, at the end of the day, we are fighting against oppression that's called white supremacy. So that's what I want to drive that point home. You know what I mean? So with that being said, uh, guys, let me give me a little. Your background, tell, tell the people a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah. Um, so for me, yeah, my name is Marcus. I'm from Illinois. I was born in Peru and uh, I was adopted and then I was, you know, was taken. taken. I moved to, uh, you know, Illinois, grew up in a city called Springfield for a lot of my life. Um, Yeah, now I'm just, you know, living here. Uh, What really got me into this podcast was, I guess, just realizing, you know, who I was as like an indigenous, like native person and my identity, you know, for the longest time. Um, I thought I was like a, you know, Hispanic or Latino. And then when I, you know, I looked more into it, I was just like, wait, no, there must be more more depth to this. Um, And I could go on and on about like the research and like documents that I I reviewed and whatnot. And then I realized, no, I I see myself as a native person in a way it makes sense. Um, So that being said, you know, I I, I joined uh, indigenous social groups online um, and I I posted a lot of (laughs) things that some people agreed and maybe disagreed on. Um, But then somehow I magically, you know, met Wanchaloa and uh, we managed to start this podcast together and you know we really push for you know the first thing is like uh, indigenous support um, unity amongst each other Um, and we really you know we have some things that we disagree with with you know uh, Hispanidad and whatnot Uh, but overall our our main goals is to like push for uh, you know unity and bringing people together Uh, you know standing up for those that have been marginalized indigenous folks in real indigenous communities um, and then seeing where we'll go from those points. But yeah, I'm happy to be here. You know, uh love your content radical it makes me laugh all the time
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. uh, Juan, uh Can you give us a little? Tell us a little bit about yourself
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, first of all, yeah I'm a Fan of your content because it does make me laugh a shit ton man when I watch it. Uh, got yeah, good delivery, man I uh, you know, funnily enough, I was just going to talk about Marcus and how we met a little bit is, um, yeah, he just posted some stuff like on the six book group called mexica tribe. And a lot of the shit that he would post would be like the same type of stuff I would post. And I'm like, I'm like, is this guy a copycat or some shit? <laughs> and so like, and so then I started talking and we eventually got on the phone and like we lasted for like an hour and uh, it was some pretty good combos. I'm like, you know, we should fucking put this on a video or something. So like, then that, that's how the podcast started. Uh, taken off and we didn't expect to get this far like when we started we we're like oh yeah we'll just get like maybe like 60 subscribers from like mexica tribe and and you know that'd be pretty much it you know just be more streamlined way to just throw it out there and that's it and then here we are a thousand three hundred something so so it took off um me i was brought here illegally to the united states when i was four uh i was born in coahuila uh so mexican right yeah by birth and you know by culture and i grew up uh Illegally, obviously, in Alabama, up in the northern region, northern Alabama, right. Until I was 15, that's when I got my legal documentation and you know went to college. You know, um, went to the military for like reserves to get the citizenship faster, things like that. And yeah, like Marcus, I always just you know I was always, I guess I didn't really think too much about the Hispanic Latino thing until recently when I got like the DNA test. Which I mean, I might sound dumb to some people, but it's just like I'm like. I was just confused in general, like I didn't know what to think because nobody really had the answers to like race for us a lot of the times or no one really discussed it. Um, And so when I started diving more and more into into the history and I was like, oh, shit, like, you know, a lot of us do have an indigenous background, but yet this isn't like really known by, I mean, the average Joe, right, Um, out in public. So I don't know. I just thought there was some fishy stuff going on. So then, you know, I just kept digging more and more into it. And I did a lot of genealogy, like 700 hours worth, and um, I found my tribe, like my which are which is the Guachil Nation that still exists in San Luis. And I'll be visiting them, in, on Saturday I'll be going down there for the first time. They're going to receive me pretty well, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, here we are. We started this podcast. Above all else, you know, we um, what we saw a lot of the, another reason why we kind of. Got spurred to do the podcast because we saw a lot of extremes. So on the one extreme, you have youspanistas, and the other side, you had some people that were also being like racist against white people. And we're like, well, we don't like that because I mean, I still have plenty of friends that are white. I mean, and Marcus has you know friends, family yes, that my that are white. All white, <laughs> right? So we're, we're like, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't you huh? can't descend in, into like you you can't become the very thing you swore to fight against, right? You can't, you can't descend into hatred yourself. And so I just thought like, you know, why isn't there a moderate voice, like a, a good in between, you know, a moderate voice to where you could listen to this podcast or listen to these viewpoints and you could even say this at work and you wouldn't be able to get in trouble because it's so moderate, you know, to the, you know, and if you, somebody tried to get you in trouble, it's like, well, then that person would get fired, not you. So that's why we also do this podcast because above all else, we stress moderation and reasonableness, right?
0: gotcha gotcha um now you 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 touched on how you guys met uh by by the way if you guys don't mind me asking where where are you guys uh you know located in the united states like east coast west coast uh you know mountain time like like where <laughs> oh i'm low i'm located
1: at the place where they say uh why don't all these damn legals come in the rat way down here oh. in uh,
0: Alabama <laughs> up in oh, so, uh... so, 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 you're, so you're basically <laughs> one of those
1: <laughs> that's right I live over here uh, uh, northern Alabama <laughs>
0: that, 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 and, uh, and, and you Marcus
2: and for me you know I mean that that banjo probably isn't too far away from where I'm from oh, oh yeah I'm from almost Close enough. Yeah. Close yeah, enough. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm still. I'm in Illinois, uh, but I'm still around like cornfields and areas, you know. So. Oh, gotcha,
0: gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. You know, okay.
2: the, as far as like the accent with Wanchalo, it's not too far off. Like I'm all surrounded well, you, by corn. Wait. And wait, so so Illinois, that means you guys
0: get that britter, like brick, brick, brick code, right?
2: Yeah, it gets pretty cold up here. Jesus, right? I, I don't know how I'm still here. <laughs> to be yeah, dude. dude, I told them, I
1: told them to move down south over here with me, bro.
0: Do, I'm not do you poster. get mad? So, do you, okay, so let me ask you something. Certain people that I've met say Illinois, other people say Illinois. Wh- wh- which one is it? Is which one's the correct way?
2: I know the S is kind of like weird in there, but yeah. you know it's very silent. It's Illinois. Okay. So got no got S. It, I, yeah, is silent. Yeah, I know gotcha, it's it's gotcha. Such a oh, gotcha, weird gotcha,
0: gotcha. word. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, so now that we know that where where you guys reside, uh, where how so, I know Juan just uh, touched on just a little bit how you guys met. So, what where how did you guys actually unite and say, let's actually start a podcast and actually let's let's get our viewpoints out there. Like how how did that manifest?
2: Sure. So I'll start first. And it was even before Wanchaloa, and I'll just want to add this part in here, is that, you know, when I was adopted, there's uh, President Fujimori, and he wanted indigenous people essentially gone, uh, sterilized. Um, he he ran this huge campaign that, uh, you know, this family planning, as he calls it, that sterilized, I think, what was it, around a few hundred thousand indigenous men and women. It was really terrible. Um so that being said, then, I mean, when I read about it, I was just like, wow, like, you know, besides culture, we're essentially, you know, the same people. And and a lot of, like, these terrible, like, dictators have managed to turn, like, Native people against each other. Um, and then, you know, emphasizing these colonial labels and, and demonizing, you know, uh, one group over the other, you know. Um, so that being said, what brought Juan Cholo and I together was just, like, I'm tired of seeing all of these atrocities, and you know something has to be done. Because if I was, you know, in Peru and in Lima, I would be no more a Latino or a mestizo, I guess. And I, you know, I broke away from that because I didn't see myself as that person, um, and I wanted to, to figure out a way that we can unite each other um, to fight against this uh, colonialism. You could say post-colonialism, but I'll still call it colonialism because that's what it is. Um, so Wanchalo and I, uh, you know, reached out uh, to others who might, you know, wanted to support us, and you know, we were able to create this channel. Um, so that's how uh, we started. Maybe Wanchalo, you want to add other points <laughs> that I missed out on.
1: Um. So, like, I guess a big motivation as to why I had such a fire with this I Indigenous identity thing is uh, naturally because of my experience as an illegal immigrant and all the abuse that came with that experience. Uh, the whole, yeah, you're illegal, you're a scum, where's your green card, like a beaner, wetback, all that shit. And so when I was, when I came to find out, it's like, well, shit, a lot of my, like most of my DNA is like Native American. I was like, well, what the fuck? Like I was treated like this, like I was some some fucking savage this entire time, like like I didn't belong here. And uh, that's why I I was pretty like mad at how like misdirected or like how um, brainwashed a lot of us are in and society in terms of like they think that we're just this magical new thing and it's just like no we're not <laughs> so yeah that's a that's a big reason why I felt such a fire and um it pushed me for this podcast because I wanted to spread that to a lot of people you know everyone and it also like tripped me out too because like on Mexica tribe in the early stages I thought like um and that Facebook page I was like surprised that i saw people like you know saying shit about mestizo and then like really wanted to push it i'm just like i'm like what that is so weird i'm like no like almost every other racial group i see here in the united states especially like black people let's say if they're mixed like you know half and half they don't they don't go around like claiming the other half or like oh i'm both and but like i mean sure there might be exceptions right there's always exceptions but but, but i mean there are a lot of them like um don't do that they they say no we're black and and it serves as a really good unity and i've seen it used for for political movements and i was like why can't our own people do this why are we always constantly being like oh yeah but we're like part white i'm just like dude like what you guys are like literally shooting yourselves in the foot but yeah Yeah, it it, frustrated
0: something it's something that i even brought up one time you've never seen like like to your point you've never seen um black folks black Americans who do have the majority of them I believe the last time I checked was 98% of black Americans have European DNA that you've never heard them say I'm part Britain you know what right, I mean yeah. I'm part England you've never heard that you only hear that when it comes to the Hispanistas and it, yeah. and, it show, and it shows that they don't believe their own BS because why do you have to go out and have to announce that you know what I mean it right. doesn't make sense like they it's like not only are they trying to convince others but they got to trying to convince themselves you feel me it's really weird it's really weird and when you go and press on press press them on this they're gonna say well we have spanish dna yet nobody's denying that but that right. does not make you 100 percent spaniard mm. right me? like it doesn't
2: I feel you
1: Yeah. And in this type of society, I mean, you're judged based off your color and and like your features, you know, if you're not completely European, like, I mean, that's just how it is. That's just how people have made it right over the years. So, I mean, it is what it is. You know, you can cry and say it's unfair, but I mean, I mean, like I'm almost half European, but did that ever spare me any abuse in Alabama? Fuck no. (laughs) It didn't do anything for Mm -hmm. me. I don't know when I didn't even know I was fucking half European anyways, like, but no, like nobody would have, it wouldn't have mattered because the other that, the other
0: half actually, matters that's actually a good point to be to be completely honest with you that's that's actually a good point and and the thing is that a lot of us that we have to realize when we were you know put down on that white label you know on the census we never as latin folks we've never ever ever benefited from white benefits outside of that white label you Feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So oh,
2: yeah,
0: um, it goes it goes to also that whole identity with I'm part Spanish, like none of that w- works in the real world, right? You know what I mean? Oh, so so yeah, you're right. Something you'll
1: like to hear, radical, is my experience in high school with two things, which is which is kind of funny because it left me more lost than when before I like voiced these thoughts, right? In high school. So in high school, one time I was like, Well, I Share maybe I'm truth. like Share I was
0: your like, it's your, your me too moment right now. <laughs> your truth.
1: So like, I was like, I was like, I'm probably like half Aztec or something. That's what I thought. Like, obviously that was wrong. I'm not, um, I'm like another tribe, but you know, obviously I was just meaning half native or something. And people looked at me like I was crazy and they're like, no, you're not. Like they all, like basically they all died out. So they started laughing at me. But then I also said at another point, I was like, I was like, okay, so I'm just a Spaniard then I'm a Spaniard. And people looked at me and they started laughing and they're like, no, you're not. And and it's and these were white Americans, right? So why is it? Because I don't look like them. That's why they said that. That's why they said I wasn't Spanish. That's why they thought it was just as ludicrous. Or if yeah. not more so, probably. Be-
0: because at the end of the day, like like I've always I've always said, um, we're in us Latin folks, we're in this little weird area. You know what I mean? Where it comes to like identity, but we're gonna get into that further on but you're 100% right the, the thing is that we have to understand that most people are going to see us either as one way at the end of the day they know that we're not we're non-white at the end of the day you know what I mean it just baffles me the fact that certain hispanistas like to claim that whole white side you feel me like it doesn't make sense you yeah. know what I'm saying it doesn't make sense yeah but, I would say but, the only uh, time it would but, is
1: if they literally look completely white and they're like 80, 85, 90% white and they actually see, just okay. look completely Yeah, I so, mean, so, that makes so, sense,
0: right? So a lot of people, all right. And and from there, if we're going to go there, if we're going to go there, that's when my whole, uh, my whole um, <laughs> Anglo-Latino comes into play. You know what I mean? You're Anglo. At the end of the day, you're white. That's it. It is what it is. You're not... There's no phenotype that is actually differentiating you from that whole, you know, Latin label. Like, for example, Nick Fuentes. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's a he's an Anglo Latino. There's nothing Latin about him. If you have not heard his name, nothing. He's an Anglo Latino. He's not even he's not even supposed to be in the same conversation as us. He's somewhere. He's with white folks. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm. Tra- trying to get at that's what you know Anglo latino label that i that i'm the to, to run with and i know it's very controversial so certain people be like hell yeah you you know no get, no get out of here yeah you know
1: no I, I i i agree with you man like i don't make any differentiation like that's what i thought was also we with these manises or other uh or our, our own people they're like oh Anglo. and angle i'm just like i'm just like no nah, nah, it's all the same to me iberian Anglo, whatever you're all white i don't care if i make no distinctions you're all the same Right, so that's how I view it. Like I, I don't, I don't give a fuck about like the distinctions of oh, Iberian is like you're it's still the same thing. And people can get triggered about that, but that's just how I view it. I mean, I, I don't make any differentiations. Yeah, like, and I've seen plenty of like, fully Iberian people because I had international students that were yeah. that were fully Iberian come come to my uh, university, and they looked like just your average freaking white person. I mean, it wasn't any yeah. difference
0: like like when when i came up with a whole anglo latino type type of thing you should have saw the comments they mostly was like
1: how dare you
0: you know what i mean like they, <laughs> they were they
1: were
0: they were literally they were literally like like uh attacking me like anglo means this you know and <laughs> i'm like and i'm like i don't care what you think anglo means at the end of the day and I'm, I'm going to say this again. At the end of the day, Anglo means European. That's it. You know, mm-hmm. regardless, yeah. how, however, regardless how, however, the real definition is and what if you divide it. But one time when the moon is on the east, Anglos don't. No, 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 At the end of the day, Anglo means European. That's it. Because once there, when there is a Anglo European summit, all of Europe is represented not one is taken away all of europe is represented and guess what the whole iberian peninsula is part of that yes. so like you know what i'm saying let, let's stop you feel me but what, what um let me let me just <laughs> just go to the whole other point <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me go to this whole other point um when did you guys actually start to um learn about your indigenous roots and your indigenous uh, type of ideology. Like, when when did that awakening happen?
1: Uh, so, it happened uh, once I took that DNA test. I started kind of like querying online. I'm just like, I'm like Latinos or Hispanics or Native American. I just started seeing what results popped up and what people had to say. And then i joined those facebook groups and i started just being exposed to like some of the history like when they started talking about mestizaje and like all this other stuff that I, I had no idea what they were talking about and i had a um i started buying books just scholarly books about like oh what how did the conquest go like um you know Spaniards with the with the mexica and and what is mestizaje i literally bought a whole scholarly book called the four mestizaje by ben Vincent third which i read uh for that so That's how I just started diving into the whole history, uh, social, political realm of this whole situation. And a lot of these books, like, I mean, I I have them literally on the shelf right there, but I use them in my debates. A lot of the times when I debate anything that has to do with this topic, I always pull out a source citation because I've gotten this stuff from scholarly sources. Uh, So it was funny because one time we debated these espinistas recently, and um, we debated these espinistas recently, bro. And they got triggered because they said some bold assumption. And I was like, "Well, uh, what's your source, bro?" And <laughs> they got buttered because they didn't have a source, bro. And then wait, they try to wait, drop up. A...
0: So you you debated. You see, spanistas? Are you serious? Yeah, we yeah, on, in our Discord. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Di- okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. So like I every time I like, where can I find this? <laughs> and send me the link now. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> How did that first of all, you debated some Hispanistas? You know what I mean? (laughs) Let's give you a Don DeMarco for that one. That's crazy. That's the sub. Uh, So, what what was their, not trying to steer away from your whole thing, but what was uh, mostly their their argument? Like, how did you Uh, you destroy their argument?
1: So, they they try to just really paint broad brushes. Like, and at first, I was taking it at face value, but I should have just been more nitpicky with it because they were saying, oh, well, the Spaniards brought civilization. The, the Spanish Inquisition wasn't that bad, uh, like the the natives were just savages, like just these really broad generalizations that just they don't hold up to scrutiny once you dude, actually directly question dude, these things.
0: Yeah, dude. Because the, the funny thing is, when it comes to when it comes to that, ninety nine percent of everything these Hispanistas say, just like white supremacists, is complete BS. It's complete yeah. BS because it's easy, easily easily. Easily debunked, it's so yes. easily, debunked, you know what I'm saying. But, but, but continue. How, how did you break so, that thing down?
1: So, I let those slide, and we started like, um, and we, we did engage with those points, but I kind of let them slide. And then when he said the Spanish Inquisition wasn't that bad, that's when I was like, Do you got a source for that? Because up until that point, every time I had said any point, I always ended it with a source citation, like, Oh, and you can, you know, this is from you were
0: like, FISP. you were like, you were like, you were like,
1: stop the cap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like, like
1: every time I said something, I was like, oh, for example, the, uh, my point here comes from Fist on by Camilla Townsend, or my point comes from yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Visions of a Watch yeah. Witch, right? So, but they wouldn't have anything. So I was like, what's your source? And uh they kind of like stuttered. They're like, look, what are, you, what are you talking about? And then they, then they like took a few seconds and they posted a Wikipedia, and I started making fun of them. I'm like, dude, you're going to use Wikipedia. It's not even accepted in middle school, bro. It's like, it, it, it's not even a valid scholarly source. And they started getting butthurt. And one of the guys was like, oh, yeah, you, you, you think you're better than me because you have sources? And Marcus would try to be diplomatic, because Marcus is, is a nicer guy than me, because he was like, no, no, we're not trying to say we're better than you. And I cut Marcus off. I was like, no, I am better than you because I f- fucking sources, because I have a better backing. So, yes, that makes me better than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm so yeah, buttered, yeah. Dude. <laughs> dude. He got yeah. so butthurt. He, 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 he just sounded like one of those old farts that, like, never reads, and he was, like, butthurt yeah. that someone called him on that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, was like... Hilarious.
2: We had them in our Discord for like an hour and forty minutes or something. <laughs> yeah. We talked to them for. I should have kicked them out much earlier. I don't know why. Like, I know that like Juancho, like you said, that I can. I'm, maybe I'm the nicer guy, but I'll be savage if I have to. Well, yeah,
1: I mean Marcus will eventually get mad, and then he like turns into an assassin. But uh, dude, but you could tell these guys were traumatized with how I, I fucked them up because my one of my one of our other um, subscribers was fighting yeah. them on the voice chat. And they, yeah. they, did, they pulled the same tactic I did. They're like, you got a source for that? that you could tell they were so traumatized at how I yeah. fucked them up. They try to, they 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 like- to adopt my tactics. I'm like, bro, y'all are pathetic. Y'all are really gonna adopt my tactics because I fucked y'all that hard.
0: Yeah, like- yeah they're like, how dare you?
2: The arguments that they make, it's always the same thing. And it's really easy to dismantle them, um, their arguments. It's always like the whole, like, conquistadors didn't commit genocide, black legend. 1542 there were no more indigenous slaves they yada 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 Encomienda yeah. systems wasn't a form of slavery which is a lie
1: yeah
2: um, and, or like we mixed with natives we weren't so bad so it's like they ignore like everything yeah.
1: <laughs> the and they're also really stupid because it, it just makes me mad that all their arguments boil down to is Let's paint all the native. – let's pretend all the natives on this two fucking continents are, were Mexica or Aztec, right? So only the Mexica and Aztec exist as a tribe with its own culture. Every, all these other fucking groups, they were all Aztecs. So let's just make these broad-ass generalizations just taking one tribe specific fucking culture and actions and judge everybody off of that. And I'm just like that's extremely idiotic. Like why does it always boil down to Aztecs versus Spaniards with you fuckers? Like it's way more complicated than that. Like open you your good. fucking mind.
0: The, the the thing is that I don't think they understand that obviously there was multiple indigenous groups um in the Americas and also in the Caribbean. Um there was multiple indigenous groups and focusing on one is kind of limiting your whole scope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um I I uh I get to the point where I don't even want to even like, you know, I, I end the stu- I end sh- I end shit quick. You know what I'm saying? So the, the, the thing is that it, it's it's good to actually have these type of discussions with these type of people be, because shows everybody else how to deal with it. Also, on top right. of that, it shows everybody else, okay, um, let me actually look at these sources that the opposing um, people are putting up, and um, my side is putting up, and let me actually compare it, you know, and People will actually see that, you know, not, nothing that these people are talking about is actually factual. Uh, it's it's, it's insane. When, when 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 I started to like really research the whole black legend type of thing, and up finding out that was all BS. It, it it really it really I started laughing because I was like, I can't believe that these people literally say something and people won't just research it when i found out the black black just the label black legend was something that the spanish created as to as a way to like okay um let let's uh, let's do damage control and you know (laughs) let's call it this you know what i mean what's it's it's insane and these people actually go along with it it's it's laughable to me um so when, when it comes to when it comes to certain things like that um Again, uh, how did you guys end up like basically decolonizing yourself, <laughs> from, decolonizing yeah. yourself from from the from the whole um, you know, uh, uh, Spaniard type of thing, and also learning about your history? You know, um, how, how did how did you guys um, start maneuvering that?
2: Bar is, you know, decolonizing, which is always an interesting word to use Uh, and like learning more about my history and disassociating myself from like Hispanic and Latino, you know, very, uh, I would say these things are quite clear cut to me. The first thing was, um, you know, realizing that, well, actually, even I myself had a negative view of like Native American because I was taught that Native Americans were primitive people and they lived in teepees and that was the end of the story. Uh, America, the American education system does a very, very, very negative favor to Americans because they teach them of what I just said—that they're primitive people—and they, they barely talk about, you know, the Mayans and the civilizations of um, of the Aztecs and you know the Incas as well. All they say is like the Spaniards beat them. They don't mention anything as far as like any other advanced civilizations like the Collins. In other cities and areas that helped them, it's always Spanish. This guns and glory that uh, natives lost, and then they all suck. The end, yeah. Um, so what really you know separated me was like as far as decolonizing. I think it was a young age when um, I realized that I, I read something in the paper, or someone that I knew showed me something in the paper of someone who had won Miss World. And, uh, it was a woman from Peru and I was just like, finally, I get to see a, a woman who looks like me, you know, cause equal you know, representation was important to me at a young age. And I see this woman and she's literally as white as snow. <laughs> and then at that point, and as I grew older, I was just like, wait, so this person is also considered a Hispanic Latino as well. So we're the same. And I was like, no. So I, I, I did, you know more research and like watching like movies to help better, um, you know, help me understand these difficult issues more. I watched a movie called uh, La Otra Conquista. I think that's what, yeah, it's called that. And it's actually a very depressing movie. It goes into, I think it's like 1520, when some, uh, I think he's Mayan or Aztec, he wakes up into this new world where like the Spanish just like, you know, killed off a lot of his people. And you know Hernan Cortez has his uh, is he starting his empire, and like all the natives, like pretty much are, a lot of them are being Christianized and whatnot, and they're being treated really poorly. I mean, there's sexual assault, there's decapitation, pretty much anything terrible you can think of happens in this movie. And that's when I realized it was just like okay, so I'm thrown into this like mestizaje, and so I you know learning more that you know I am I see myself as a native person, and, and no one will tell me differently. I, I don't wish to associate myself in a label with, uh, I'm going to be very honest here with you, with a group of, of people like the, the criollos in administrative government positions that really could care less about me, or people of, of darker skin, uh, skin complexion. That is the honest truth. Um, now, of course, like obviously not all people of Spanish, pure Spanish descent some think that way, but I think over time in history and what I have seen with my eyes, um, that is what I'm going with. I, I, I don't wish to associate with being called Hispanic. Uh, and again, if we all look at the history, uh, Hispanic was uh, a year, uh, I think it was created by white Americans, but a label uh, created by the US government um, to pretty much assimilate everyone from the uh, South and Central American continent, Mexico included, um, and pretty much ignoring race. Uh, Latina was created by the French, again, for assimilation reasons and mestizo, mestizaje, was created by the Spanish, um, if I'm not correct, Uh, and essentially it was for assimilation purposes. Uh, They pretty much used the same old uh, kill the Indian, save the man sort of um, tactic in my view. Um, So the native is now looked at as this Mestizaje person. You are part of a new culture. And you know what's funny, and I've been thinking about this lately, is like, you know, I don't know if we've talked about this, but like we have a a, a, a substantial group of enemies that really dislike us. And they go from like Hispanistas to, you know, natives, I mean, certain native gatekeepers uh, to others that like, yeah, they really don't stand for what we stand for. And they, you know, insult us and things like that. So I always try to think of what like names they might call us, like the uh, they'll call like Juan maybe the, the 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 white conquistador and his anglo wannabe peruvian or something like that i I try to think of these nicknames that they might try to generate for us (laughs) because i'm sure they have some things for us by now oh Um, yeah i'm sure they do but yeah I, I, i digress so uh going back uh that's what really started me on my decolonizing mission because i i didn't want to associate with these terms i saw myself as native um and i see now that with the podcast started like we obviously have a lot of people triggered about this and that's good it means they're like getting our point across that people are willing to go into our discord and argue with us means that juancholo and i are doing something right if (laughs) if if we're willing to do that and of course like we have the unfortunately like gatekeepers that think that who don't want to say that we're native or indigenous to this continent Uh, honestly i think they're more uh difficult not difficult but more might give Juan Chilo and I a little bit more of a headache to debate, uh, aside from the Hispanistas. Uh, the Hispanistas are very easily debatable. Their arguments, as I said, easy to dismantle. And uh, some word of advice to them, I would probably urge them to stop being so anti-American. Um, that does not help. Because um, the difference between those people and Juan Chilo and I is that we, <laughs> we want to... <laughs> We like our outside support. Like, I always thank my non-Native, like, supporters and whatnot. Uh, thank you so much for, like, you know, supporting us, watching us, and everything like that. Because if you want to get a movement on a political level, and you're living in a diverse country, you have to have that outside support. And if you don't, your movement will fail. And if you're going to be anti-American, showing pictures of burning the flags, showing U.S. soldiers being slaughtered and being happy about it, like, that's not going to get you anywhere. Like, you're the scum of the earth, in my opinion, if you're going to be like that. Sorry, I get heated about that because I, I'm not, like, <laughs> I am not see myself. No, no, of myself. course, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course, of course. Of course. Um, so that's what Juan Chaloa center ourselves on. Like, we're both moderate people. I, I view my political views, uh, you know, somewhat in the middle. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I respect both sides, of course. Um, but, again, uh, going back, sorry, again. Yeah. <laughs> Just, no, no, uh, no it's all right. That's what started the, the you yeah, know, thank you. The decolonization process was seeing someone... Different and you know having the support like again like we have so many non-native people that support what we have to say like sure and I, it's funny a lot of non-native people that I meet they they say it's a little bit hard to understand what we're saying because you know they they don't know that much about the you know South American uh, you know colonization and history but I think our videos are educating them and you know getting them to learn a little bit more which is great um, but we have other support and we have people from North America uh, northern northern natives is you know <laughs> uh, we call them. Um, that support us as well. I mean, we've had people on. We just had someone on uh, that was from a tribe uh, a little bit ago, and they support what we have to say. Um, so no matter, you know, the Hispanistas and the gatekeepers can continue to cry if they want, or they can go, you know, run to their mom. It's, uh, it's relevant to me. Um, because the and I are just can, going to continue to move forward. They can still live in the past.
1: The thing with these native gatekeepers, is like, do you not realize, like, there's people on TikTok or on other platforms that have... Uh, like a million followers that say the same thing we do or tens of thousands. So it's like, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, indigenous podcast just decides to quit because we just, you know, we're belligerent towards them. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like this is going to happen with, with or without us, it will happen like this movement's gonna continue so I just think it's kind of funny sometimes when like sometimes the people are, like so obsessed with us we're like oh we got to destroy indigenous podcasts and it's like yeah it's not gonna oh, it i
0: anymore. I am fully aware about people being obsessed i I know that I, <laughs> oh yeah yeah it. dude they're, they're really obsessed with you bro like they just start yeah. trying to
1: infiltrate the discord they're like radical latino oh!
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not even part of that. Like, I'm not I don't even know what this code is. Everybody keeps on telling me I should get I don't know. But uh, all right, so let me just um move back. Um so so uh, same question. When did you start to decolonize and all this other stuff? And um when did you actually start to actually see like oh okay, everything that I thought I knew was all was all BS.
1: Yeah, so I mean it just goes back to like initially the gear started turning when I started looking at like our ancestry, right. With the like DNA tests and stuff. And then I started joining these indigenous Facebook groups and they started, you know, talking about like the history. So then I started delving into the history, like the scholarly sources and uh, that started opening my eyes about like, what is here? What Where did it come from? Why do my people think the way they do a lot of them, like with the whole like, we're and, and all that nonsense. Um, So that's what really started it. And then eventually um, I started doing genealogy. I didn't know how to read Spanish cursive. I didn't know how to do anything with genealogy, but I joined a Facebook group called Mexican Genealogy and they're very, very good, full of a bunch of professionals. And so I started learning and uh, I I invested 700 hours of work and time. um, And it was worth every minute of it, right? And I find out like through my – like all that heavy research that I'd be Guachichil as far as the tribe, like I, I I would I have some other ancestry, but primarily Guachichil. Mo like ninety something percent of my ancestry comes from these regions, and I've traced to uh, like sixty nine full blooded Native Americans on paper from these like towns that would be Guachichil. Um, and I've done I paired that with historical research, so you, so we know these towns are Guachichil. And then I I ran across another person that identified as Guachichil named uh, Isaac. And he'd been practicing the culture for a while, and he, he knew about this, and he'd done genealogy as well. And we just kind of started working together because we wanted to, like, gather descendants. And then when we were gathering people that, like, that knew their roots, like, descendant-wise, uh, we ran into this group um, on Facebook, right? Or, like, these people on Facebook that were Gwatch too, but they lived in San Luis Potosí, which are the ancestral lands, and they, they themselves were like, no, with it, there's already a community here. We are, we're already watched chill. Like we, it's been passed down. Like, um, you know, for example, like actually, like his grandparent passed it down to him. And then that grandparent, uh, you know, had it passed down from another one. So it's like people that have been, had the culture and traditions passed down. And when we told that, like, you know, I showed him all my genealogies, uh, Isaac, like, you know, showed him his and stuff and they were looking for descendants to reconnect they wanted them back because they want to continue to pass those traditions and that culture on they want to grow the the uh, the ethnic group basically right they want descendants us to return they think it's a gift they think it's a really good thing so and that's what i thought was so beautiful because i am mean, like i had just been used to seeing the opposite with all these gatekeepers saying oh yeah yeah they, they wouldn't want you back and just saying all this negative shit and like always these broad ass statements and that's what kills me all these people like how many people with such confidence say all these broad ass fucking statements? And then they're always wrong, always wrong at the end of the day. And um, yeah, I mean, that's what I found out with them. They accepted us as brothers and um, you know, there are so the Nation nations already recognized in San Luis Potosí by the local municipality in San Luis Potosí as an existing tribal nation. And um, they're also recognized by national indigenous organizations in Mexico and Again, they, they've been, they, they've, they've had the culture for passed down generations through generations. And so they just want descendants to return and learn. And they accepted me in as a member. And that's why I'm going Saturday to go down there. They're going to uh, receive me very well, uh, officially give, like, you know, see, like, my name, Wanchaloa, is actually a Watch Chill name. They're going to officially, like, give it to me. In a ceremony when I go on Saturday. And, no, wait,
0: wait, wait. Let's give them some air horns for that one. You no, know yeah. Yo, you literally, literally got a, a a name, a native name, um, outside of the whole. You know what I'm saying? To, to actually, that's just, So you literally just went there to break away from the from the cycle. You, you feel me? What, what made you? What made you like? What made you go to that step? A lot of people won't. So what made you go to the, actually that step and I'm going to change my name. I'm actually going not LARP as a native, but you are actually native. So what made you go in, and take that step? I mean, just
1: because I just re- legitimately wanted to reconnect. And not a lot of people have the same luck with uh, like the research panning out the way it does. Because I mean, anything can go wrong with the genealogy. Maybe the records are destroyed. Maybe they're not indexed. Uh, maybe you don't even know who your grandparents were. And you can't even trace back. So I had a lot of luck. And uh, it just kind of fell into my lap, the fact that they still existed. And I was like, damn, because I thought they weren't still existing like this, um, the Guachiteal ethnic group. I just thought like, it's like, oh, well, I mean, I have the blood, I have the ancestry, but they're, they're gone. Right. But they're not gone. And uh, when they just realized, I mean, early, I just realized that they wanted a lot of descendants back. So that's why I took the effort to uh, reach out to them, talk to them. They got to know me very well, like m- many video ca- conferences and things and reviewing my stuff. And so, yeah, that's why they invited me and, and that I'm going this Saturday, that's when all that's gonna happen. I think it'll. I think that experience will change my life. Uh, that's what the elder was telling me. He thinks uh, when I come back to the United States after, I'm only going for four or five days, but he thinks that after I go through some experiences with them in these ceremonies, that I'm probably gonna come back here a different person. In a good way, no, no, no. I, 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 so. I
0: already, I already know, I already know. By the time you come back, you come back with wild feathers. You know what I mean? A bunch of tattoos and all that. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I, 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 already know. I was like, oh shit, that's it. You know? No, but, but I, I know it's gonna be, it's gonna be a very, very positive experience for you. You know? Um, I know that it's actually gonna probably open your eyes to a lot of things. So, um, not trying to dive too. Too deep into with but what do you think what are some of the expectations that you think that is actually gonna broaden your horizon a lot more
1: uh I think when I go because they were talking a lot about um so the ceremony on Saturday when they gave me the name they told me uh when I you know because I gotta fly there right they said not to eat anything the fast the entire day and I try not to drink too much water um, but because that's part of the ceremony but I think it's going to be very spiritual and I'm not Like I'm always been kind of on the fence with spirituality. I was atheist for a lot of times at uh, college and I was Christian when I was way younger and stuff, but I'm not. So I think it's going to be a very spiritual experience. And I think that's also going to change my perspective a lot. And I think it's going to be very good in terms of like, like doubling down on what we're doing as far as I know, because like, that's a, that's a funny thing. Some some gatekeepers or some people that are like, Oh well, these you know these indigenous communities would never want mestizos back. Blah, 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 blah. And this is like no, but mine does, and mine wants people wants mestizos to reconnect and become Guachichil again, and that's how they view things. So um, I just think it's gonna be a very powerful experience, and uh, and like I'm just like it's basically I'm just gonna be immersing myself in the culture. I'm trying to go there to learn as much as I can. So yeah, I'm just really happy. Like I said, yeah. a lot of people don't have that type of luck, you know.
0: Yeah, no, shout-out, shout-out, shout-out to you. Um, to, to find out, I, I don't, I don't really know, I just got my DNA, I got my DNA test from 23 and Me, so it doesn't really break down what kind of indigenous tribe, you know, um, I found out, I, I think I'm 48% indigenous, you know what I'm saying? So, that, that's the majority of what I got, and then, um, um, Spanish is like the second, um, majority, which is, I think it's 30% or something like that, so, what, um, as somebody like me that is like, don't know what part indigenous, what what would you tell me if they want to, if I want to find out how to get my indigenous tribe, how to like, sort that out?
1: So, uh, to really know, I would say, you know, obviously, if your family history, your your family itself doesn't know, like I mine didn't, uh, then through genealogy research they try to get as much information as possible like who what were your grandparents names like uh, how old were they when they died when they when were they born or if you can if you're fortunate enough to get your great grandparents names that'll give you a very firm base to start off genealogy research you start off that genealogy research and like for example in Mexico if you go down to the early 1800s like uh, 1820. It'll tell you what caste label those ancestors were if they were Native American or not. It's rare for it to state a tribe. That's what I'm saying. You have to trace a little further back and you have to have consistency and pair that up with historical research to really know. Um, plus like what region did uh, was that land mostly inhabited by? It, it gets a little more dicey if like you, you trace to a place where the, it was inhabited by many different tribes. It's going to be really hard like, yeah.
0: the, to the know. Only but... thing that, the only thing that I know is that my mom spoke quechua fluently and you know i'm half ecuadorian and dominican right so right um when it comes to the dominican side i really I, my family don't know anything when it comes to my ecuadorian side they pretty much know like yeah oh yeah we're indigenous and blah blah, blah 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 to the point where my mom knew three languages you know she knows three languages quechua you know english and spanish you know what i'm saying so uh and she and i found out about it when i went to ecuador you know what i mean she just started speaking yeah. quechua to to, to the local natives up in the mountains and I, I don't know i was like the hell are you talking right but um that's the only thing i knew so with with that do you think i have a pretty much a good starting point into yeah yeah no definitely out?
1: especially because especially because your mom already has a very firm connection knowing an indigenous language is a very big deal i would try to sit down with your mom and just find out as much information about the family and about that side how does she know what K- 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 did a did her parents know it? Did her grandparents know it? Did that? Do does she remember? Maybe they came from a specific uh, pueblo or, or or tribe, per se. You know, uh, and that would let you know. I mean, that right there is very valuable. The fact that your mother speaks it, right? So uh, yeah, take advantage I, like, of that. I
0: I know I know I know for a fact that when when I found out about it, she she looked at me and my brothers and sisters like, well, how come we didn't know that she knew about it? You know what I mean, like. But she told me, (laughs) she told me that she, that was her first language. You feel me? And her, 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 my grandmother, her mother instilled it into her saying that, you know, you got to learn this and then Spanish. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so my, my grandma, my grandmother knew, you know, uh, you know, also Quechua and, and so on and so forth. So that's why I wanted to, because now I'm thinking back and I'm like, maybe I got some, some deep connections to you know the incas in ecuador you you, you know what i'm saying so yeah yeah
1: no I, I i i'm sure i'm sure you have some really interesting connections so that's what i'm saying like yeah just try to sit down and get as much information as i look a like
0: an indio right so it, I should. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but yeah you have a really recent connection which is very valid not a lot of people have that man the fact that your mother speaks that um and yeah i mean you, even if you like a good part of reconnecting maybe even for you would just be if you just started learning a little bit of what she speaks you know question yourself that would be a very very good uh move to like i just want to know
0: i just want to know the curse words that's it no let me stop (laughs) let me stop let me stop let me me stop Uh, so so uh so now that we pretty much get the, the basis of how it's you guys started your journey into decolonizing yourself um what what was the first what what was were you guys surprised when you started getting pushed back and i'm just gonna guess were you guys getting pushback from your own people at the beginning?
1: Yes. It's it yes
0: yeah. or no? Okay. Uh,
1: Absolutely. How did, um, I, know, how did the, I know that? You know the <laughs> saying, obviously, the saying that the greatest, I mean, I, it won't apply to Marcus, but, you know, he can uh, appreciate the sentiment, but the saying that the greatest enemy, or you won't either, Radical, actually, you're not Mexican, but, the, the, you know, we have a saying, us Mexicans, that the greatest enemy a, a Mexican's going to have is another fucking Mexican, and that is proven true. Time and again for
0: oh, I, I, I heard that, but yeah. I've uh I've also not because when I started with my thing, the biggest pushback were from, you know, the my Latin people. You know what I'm saying? You know, talking about you know we shouldn't be talking about and all this other stuff. So, um, yeah. that that's that's what I'm asking. Like, so when you guys started getting pushback from your own people, right? Uh, did you guys start to actually see the ideology on why this pushback happened? Was it clear from the beginning that oh it's actually the the hispanistas and all this other stuff was it clear or was it kind of diluted it it was
1: diluted at first until i started like educating myself more as to why and for me the biggest thing was mestizake that whole ideology but where does it come from it comes from the spaniards obviously hispanistas push mestizake so it always came back to mestizake because i swear to god like I sort of dude radical, like probably the word I hate the most out of any word in any language is just the word mestizo at this point. Like anytime I hear this word, I get fucking instantly triggered. <laughs> like it is like in so many times that I've just had a debate against this word or people throwing it in my face and like, oh, we're all mestizo, so you're a mestizo, and it's so annoying. And like I don't and so and I, it always trips me out these people that are proud of it or like that. Like it's like, dude, you really—it literally means half breed in Spanish. Like, why, you—you you know, how are you proud of yourself calling yourself a freaking? That's actually—that's actually, like you're a dog? That's
0: actually a, yeah, that's actually a fact. Like when I when people was like, "Well, maybe you should identify as an Afro-Mestizo," I'm like, "No, I'm—I'm I'm not. I'm not going to do that." You know, like I, <laughs> yeah, I let—I I, I let, I let it go. But at the end of the day, for, for for those who don't know, probably you guys can educate everybody else now. But you know these these terms that came from the Spanish due to the caste system these terms like mulatto mestizo, mestizo and stuff are derogatory terms that they came up right so maybe you guys could probably educate us on a little bit more on, on that but uh they, they're derogatory terms and the fact that certain people are okay with naming themselves that says a lot
1: yeah yeah no yeah exactly man like because I've talked about it before like do you have other words for mixed in Spanish, which I always think is weird when they're like, oh, like, mestizo just means mixed, and I'm just like – no, it means half-breed. Like, literally, um, I had uh, translators from uh, Mexico City, like – because I – like, okay, so I speak pretty good Spanish, but I'm not – I was never formally educated. Like, I'm not perfect in Spanish. So, But I've had yeah. a lot of my literary works, like short essays, political essays I've made translated to Spanish before because I wanted it to be flawless. And I like a lot of the translators I've used or this one translator I've used that's been reviewed like 12,000 times, five stars every time he's translated uh, mestizo as meaning half breed. And then, yeah, I mean, if you look at it through Google translate and stuff, that's what it means. I mean, we have other words in Spanish, like mixto or mesclado, that would be mixed. That's, that's more indicative of mixture. That that's literally the word for mix, but mestizo is like yeah, really yeah, specific yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just like, uh, and it's funny cause some people will be like debate and be like, no, like, Mixto mezclado is like used for like animals or objects, but I'm just like, but the, yet the Mexican government used that for mixture, like for, for example, in the 1920 census of the Mexican government, they call people raza indígena mezclada con blanco, which basically means uh, indigenous blood mixed with um, white blood, right? But they use the word yeah. mixedo, so it's like it's like no, it's not it's not incorrect. Like they're they're literally were using mixture. They weren't saying mestizo for everything. They didn't say raza indigena mestizo with blanca. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah. That wouldn't make sense, right? So yeah. um. So yeah, I just think. But yeah, people people I, a lot of people don't even realize that that it just means that that whole breach it. Uh, I remember on Facebook it was one time um on this uh, DNA um sharing group or whatever this woman like posted a picture of her daughter and she was like my little mestiza and i just cringed dude i was like oh my god she just called her daughter a little half read i'm like holy shit
0: yeah (laughs) well you know a lot of people are not educated like like we are you know uh, yeah on the fact of you know a lot of people are not educated like the word hispanic you know a lot a lot of our people actually gravitate to that to that word because they don't know any better you know there's another there's another part were gravitate to that word, you know, purposely because they do know better and they're choosing to identify with that word because that is mostly associated with Spain. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So, but yeah, like, you know, you, you can't, like, well, I understand what you're coming from, but also, yeah. like, at the same time, we're like, okay, you don't really know, you know, it's time to educate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, did, I
1: didn't judge, t- like, I didn't judge too hard. It's kind of like, because I, like, I knew what it meant. I was just like, oh, this is kind of bad from this context, but I wasn't, like, trying to, like, be like, Oh, fuck all y'all. Like, cause you don't know, like, cause I mean, that's, that's not a good position to take like one out of arrogance. Like that's not good either.
0: So. Gotcha. 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 And, um, and Marcus, same question goes for you.
2: Yeah. So it's funny. Uh, the other day I posted in the discord and this is just for all jokes, uh, that who was the biggest threat to indigenous podcast. And A was Hispanistas. B was gatekeepers. C was clan members. Four was Wabos. And then, not four, sorry. E was Wabos, and then uh, D was Wabos. E was uh, aliens. And uh, surprisingly, a lot of people picked aliens. <laughs> uh, but, you know, going back, uh, yeah, our pushback mainly in the beginning did come from East Uh only because, like, we very much uh, were opposed to the rhetoric that came from, uh, you know, Jose Vasconcelos. Mestizaje. If you watch the first few of our videos, we really uh, push our our, uh, disagreements with that term, Uh, how it is formed from colonialism and is still implemented in um, U.S. government census, not U.S., but census uh, government forms across Central and South America today. Um, And if you dive more into the research of it, you know, Mestizaje is very, you know, Eurocentric. Um, and it's pushed to pretty much separate you know those living in you know Indigenous communities to those that may be also also indigenous, but you know, living in urban cities Like for example, if I'm a man that indigenous man, which I am But if I'm living in the, in the jungle area though, the Peruvian world will look at me as a uh, You know indigenous person, but if I move to the city and I dress up in a suit the Peruvian world will no longer look at me as an indigenous person. They will look at me as a mestizo or some sort, um, and, and that's just my opinion. But that I believe it's true. A lot of it is based off culture, so that's the the, the the disconnect that I have with mestizaje is that you can be as tan as dark as me, or even darker, and still be considered mestizo. Like there's, I could go further and on and on into it. Um, but yeah the pushback that we got was mainly from that from gatekeepers that were trying to say no like you're speaking over indigenous folks um which we weren't uh and just trying to say no you're not indigenous you're not native and then then my question was like okay then what do you suggest we are um of course this person never gets on to that point because like many you know gatekeepers they never have the solution um, of course, it's not their responsibility, but to just say that we aren't native to this content or continent or indigenous to this continent is, uh, I think, a very dishonest uh, opinion to have amongst us.
1: That and it's just like a conflict in worldviews with this because I've, I've posted about this where the really conservative side that are gatekeepers against us say that it's all about culture and ethnicity and the tribe, right? And then our side is like, well, you know, a lot of people. Lost that due to forced assimilation and atrocities, right? And that's not the fault of the descendants or those ancestors. So it matters that they still have that native blood and that ancestry, right? And that's what matters. And so um a lot of people resonate with that, but a lot of people, you know, want to. I mean, I, I would say it's more of a minority stick to this really conservative side, which I just think is really like short sighted uh, and closed minded the way that, you know, just to view it like that and just be like, oh, well, you know. Your tribe was assimilated. Um, fuck your ancestors, basically. They they lost, and it's just like that could have easily happened to y'all too. Like it, it could have been a, a historical coin toss, and it would be the opposite where Marcus is, is still part of his ethnic group, and this other ethnic group is completely assimilated. Right? It's all historical coin toss. You're just gonna base off, base it all off like what what the Europeans happen to do to one pl- one ethnicity or or to another, and it's just like that's callous, that's short sighted. So I just think it's it's silly. It's to negate that blood and DNA, like, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's like race doesn't matter. And, like, I don't know. Like, I, yes, culture does. It matters. But, I mean, if, if you lost it, again, due to the forced assimilation, why penalize people for that? And we're, like, the only group where this discussion, like, is so fiery. And I just think it's silly because, for example, you have a, a black person that um, was adopted by white parents and, and grew up, you know, with white culture in a white community. And all there's still a black person. It doesn't matter anything about their culture or or community, they're still black. And it's like, but it's not the same thing with us. And that's just fucking silly to me. You know, all these double standards, all, all these double standards always apply to us, but nobody else.
2: Add on to like, and I, I bring this up too. Like if you look at Crazy Rich Asians, the lead character of that movie was someone who was half white, half Malaysian, if I'm not correct. But do you don't see any criticism towards him, but he's still considered like a full on Asian. Like no one says anything. But for us to, but then you have these idiots that say, "No, you have European blood in you. You can't be an indigenous native person." I mean, we're getting to a point now that that just makes you look really stupid.
0: Yeah, because at the end of the day, if we really want to be nitpicky about it, everybody's mixed. There's yeah. nobody that's. Sure. It, it's less than one percent of the population that is actually a pure breed. Whatever you know what I mean? Um, but it's it's less. So everybody everybody's mixed. So it, it, at this point. It um even put putting that out there, it's it's pointless. You know what I'm saying? Is it's really yeah. pointless. Um, but my um my my uh my next question is when when you guys start to get the pushback and actually start to see some of these hispanistas um um go and just pretty much they just go on the fact that be mestizo, be mestizo, be mestizo, be mestizo. That's basically it, that's all they they go on. And if you actually, I don't know if you guys agree to this, but you guys actually peel back the layers of some of the Hispanistas ideology, it it, it, it comes from white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you guys agree to that, but that's how I see it. I see that yeah. it does come from white supremacy. And the reason why they harped so much on the whole mestizo, 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 because that whiteness is being, you know, pretty much. You know uh, the 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 pillar because that whiteness is included into that, and yeah, they don't mind being um, you know a little little brown with indigenous. You know, never black, but indigenous. That that don't that don't matter as long as you got that whiteness into it. You know, and I think Mexican excellence made a great point because when she broke down the ideology of these people, um, I believe she quoted somebody, um, but when she broke down the ideology of these people. She basically said that that whenever people do talk about mestizaje, being mestizo, it's always that European father and the indigenous mother. It's never the reverse. Yeah, no, it, they yeah. always they they hold they hold that European man to a highest standard. You know what I'm saying? So that right there is a to me to me that right there is a huge wake up to me. Like my eyes get open because. I see that they actually see themselves lacking in manhood because they actually see white folks. I'm going to just say what it is. They actually see white folks as the, the, like, the default man. And now they have to compensate and say, well, I'm a stizo because I do got white blood in me. You know what I'm saying? Do, do you guys yeah. agree to that? What's your, what's your thoughts?
1: Um no I I agree that I've always thought it was weird cuz I mean I've heard this with those Hispanics we dated uh, I mean debated recently where they were like um, oh yeah you're denying it you're you're it's like denying your father like you know your your Spanish father and it's just like what are you what are you talking about like it just sounds so so stupid and cringe it's like dude my my dad's more native american than i am like i've traced the genealogy down as further as i can like i stopped at 1802 that's where i came to a standstill and you know what that record said He's a fucking Indian from the valley. So what are you talking about? Like Spanish father, whatever, fuck my ass, you know? So I just think it's, it's just so weird, man. It's like, why it has to be a Spanish father? It's never. Yeah, and you're right. Mexican points this out. It's never an indigenous man with a Spanish woman. I never see that. They never talk about denying your Spanish mother.
2: <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's just weird. Fetishation that they have, if that's a word. It's a weird fetish. Um, they seem to have, but the Spanish, you know, Iberian father and the native mother, they always bring up those points. God, I would hate to be one of those <laughs> people are always thinking of them. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, you know, thought, but I guess like, yeah, they never think of a, a, there can be a Spanish woman and a native man, uh, you know, being together. It's always like the opposite. Um, right.
1: And, and, and you are right, Radical, that, um, uh... I always think it's always weird when they're, like, about the whole Mestizo thing because it's, like, dude, like, I've done the genealogy. Like, first of all, I have, a, I have black DNA for – like, it's not much. like 5%, 6% for my DNA test. But I've done the genealogy. I've traced to, like – I haven't counted them up. I want to count them up actually. But I would probably say, like, two to three dozen black grandfathers or grandmothers. You know, I have a lot of uh, black ancestors, right? And yet that's never included in the conversation. It's like none of us, like most people have black ancestors, like recently from colonialization because they were brought here. Like I'm talking about like a couple generations ago. So it's like, you're, we're not even mestizo under the caste system because we all have black DNA too. We're also like part black. So it's kind of funny. They they always want to pick that specific caste. Like when it's like, that's not even what anybody really is. we're gonna go by cast labels right no one's even a freaking mestizo anyway
0: yeah if we really want to be nitpicky about it not the the, no nobody (laughs) you know i mean nobody really is but um I, i just do i do find some of the ideology just laughable you know um especially when it comes to certain people that bring up and come up with this theory of like three roots or whatever the case is you know what i mean and they're, they're literally harping on that fact, you know, and it's just, it's just laughable to me. Um. So, um, we, when we, uh, when we interviewed, right, um, we came up with a classification of identification called, um, copper, right? Yes. And we're playing with the word copper and bronze playing around and, we came up to the consensus that uh copper was it was something you know that we pretty much just liked the way it, it, it you know it was hearing in the ear and it, it, if, if if it just it just resonated with us but we were still brainstorming and and having a a consensus of it so i yes. want to just basically say time to fight no no let me stop um, <laughs> so, no no um so when I came up, so you guys, so you guys gave me your definition definitions. I came up with the same definition, just tweaked it just a little bit. Okay. Um, now, now, um, there was a couple of, of there was a couple of things that people brought to my attention that I was like, okay, that is true. For example, um, uh, a lot of uh, some people were were saying that they disagree with the whole copper label because we're going back into the whole colonial mindset of labeling everybody else with a color you know and i did see that point and i i commented back saying i understand what you're coming from again it's not set in stone it's something that we're just workshopping you know what i mean so we need more people to come into it right but um and there were there was a couple of people that disagreed with with my interpretation and stuff like that of it all right so um i don't know who wants to start but let where where did the where did the misunderstanding occur either on my end on your end or in between let me let me know so whoever wants to start uh where where did the misunderstanding you know come from
1: oh so like um. Uh... Well, first I want to ask you because maybe we would just misunderstood like language, right? That's that's also really common uh, because maybe a, a certain way you use a word is not going to be the way we use a word or what we think of it, right? So, um, you know, some of my subscribers were like flipping shit and they're like jumping the gun, like you know, like people are prone to, and they're like, well, radical Latinos saying that all Latinos are are, are copper, and so um, to us, like when we hear Latino like we, we lump in people that are like criollos that are like basically completely white as being uh, Latino. So that's why we were like, wait, but but they're not, they're, they can't be copper because they're they're completely white or people that are like, let's say, basically all feeling typically black. It's like, well, they, they're already black, you know, they could technically be Latino, but they're already black. They already got their own thing. Why why would they be copper? So, but how do you use Latino? What's your definition of a Latino? Okay.
0: So my definition of Latino, um, Again, I think maybe the like my definition got like uh, crossing the wires or whatever. But my definition of Latino is black, native, and light skinned That's what my definition of Latino is. Um, nowhere is do I consider someone who is Anglo Latino. Again, Nick Fuentes, uh, Louis C. K., uh, uh, Car- uh, Cameron Diaz—they're not Latino to me. They're 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 white, plain and simple. So to me, Latinos are black, indigenous, and light skinned. And when I say light skinned, I mean like the Jennifer Lopez's. Those are to me Latinos. You know, phenotypically, you're non white, even though you got lighter skin. You feel what I'm saying? So that's what my definition okay. is. Uh is is do you guys agree? Do you guys disagree? Oh well,
1: I Oh I was gonna ask, like when you when you say black, do you mean like uh completely black, or do you mean like black mixed with like native or or what, what do you mean by that?
0: Uh oh. black uh, uh black as Wesley Snipes to black as you know be mixed. It doesn't matter to me. Black, okay. native, and and light skin. That that's that's what I mean. I, I, I don't I don't do I don't paperback test, you know, black folks, you know what I mean? So to me, you know, you could be dark as whatever to light as whatever, you know what I'm saying? So that's what Latino means to me.
2: We live in this world now where, you know, you see the Afro Latino and the, you know, they, they say the Afro in, indigenous person. So I feel that there would also be an Afro. I mean, again, like we're talking very futuristically here, like Juan Chilo and I, you know, run with like native and indigenous or native for the most part. And the, our main goal is to like get more people to wake up. So copper is like <laughs> way far ahead. Um, but what I want to bring up is like so there would also be an afro copper too. so then wouldn't that mean that you know African Americans, black people in Central and South America would be more so there'd be separation between people who are copper and then people that are not copper but are, are black And that's the one of the point that I'm trying to get across. So then that means that right. copper people would would specifically mean people that are light-skinned, uh, or you know native indigenous people
0: the way i defined copper was anybody that fell in between that native and black label he, some people don't want to be called black and some people don't want to be called native so that in between to me was a good um, um basically compromise being called copper you know what i mean so that's what oh, my okay. definition right. of it was and and that's why that's why I preference it as an in-between label you know uh, right. some people don't want to go on the right, some people don't want to go on the left and it's fine. So now we have a label and remember when I said now we have a definition to go with that label, right. you know people from the original land and stuff. so to me that means uh, Mexico Central South America and also the Caribbean because you know Cuba Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, those are places where Latin people are held, and they are in, so, and there were indigenous tribes there, so that's the the reason why I included them into it. Uh, Do you guys agree? Disagree? Okay, so,
1: so yeah, for the Latino uh like the way you interpret it. Yeah, I mean, okay, so Latino, yeah, we just inter, um, we just interpret it like the way we initially said it like everyone's kind of lumped in like how they are like um by by documentation. I understand and now I understand what you mean when you say Latino. Um I I would just say like as for the copper thing, I think it's like so the definition of like having origins in the original people so the North Central South America and and we can throw in the Caribbean, right? So I would say, yeah, it's an in-between label. So, I mean, if you're not um, 100% anything and you're you're in between, but you ha- you're like mixed with a varying degree, right? It can be anything, um, you know, but with notable amount of indigenous DNA. And when I say notable, I'm just talking about like just, you know, 15, 20, 25%, I mean, minimum, like you're just mixed with some other thing, you know, yeah, copper would apply to you. I would, um, but I was just saying like, if a person's like, completely white or completely black they I mean they should just you know they're they're just that so they 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 should probably just identify with those things because the copper's kind of meant for the kind of like the three of us here we all have varied degrees of mixture here and that's what it would encompass especially because of our skin tone you know we, we can
0: all yeah yeah see, of course, of course. We're, we're, yeah yeah. <laughs> no we're all brown i get yeah. you
1: yeah and, yeah and, and and don't get me wrong like uh like when i'm talking about i i don't make any differentiation so like in terms of if somebody's like 80% white, 20% native, and yeah, they're copper cool. Somebody's 80% black, 20% native, or something, and, and even though they still look really black, but they still got native blood, like because they know they're still copper. That's fine. Like I don't make I don't make any discrimination just because it happens to be. That's why I always think it's funny. Like uh, so, this has been pointed out before, where there's people that are like 50% black, 50% native, and they'll, they'll like people will challenge them more and be like, oh yeah, you're not native, and it's like, no, yeah, they they're literally the same thing too. Like if they want to identify with that, that's fine. Like, yeah, uh, so I just I, I don't play that whole just because they're black. Yeah. I'm going to going to be uh, discriminating against them. No, it's the same thing yeah. as if you were mixed with white. It's yeah. fine.
0: Of course. Um, now, uh, any 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 uh, any questions? Any anything that you guys want to say that maybe got misunderstood on my end? Anything you guys want to ask me to like redefine or clarify?
1: Oh, uh, well, I mean, what what do you think about that that kind of the definition that I threw out there? Like, you know, to be copper, you know, you can have varying degrees of mixture, but you just need some
2: native blood, you know. Blood of the original, of the right. continent of the original people.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I agree to that. Of course. Of course okay, I agree so. to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I definitely agree to that because cool. um the ma- majority of Latin folks do got various degrees of, of indigenous blood. Um, look at my updated DNA results, you know, it's like 48% indigenous, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely agree to that. Um, I know there's going to be, there's Latin folks that are, you know, black and in Spanish, you know, so, uh, obviously they'll go into the, to the black side. I get that, you know, and there's also going to be Latin folks that are indigenous and Spanish. Obviously they'll go into the indigenous side, you know, but again, uh, you know it's going to be a middle you know what i mean but i definitely do agree with with that uh with that assessment because you need you need uh a you do need a certain um connection to settle land you know you right. just can't just cause just substantial both. amount.
2: Yeah.
0: exactly so and also i want to just say um shout out to 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 to, to Juan because uh you sent me a spotify link Which I had to repeat like three times, right? And um, tell the people what the Spotify link was about, and um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what my new realization is. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, so so tell the people.
1: So uh, the Spotify link I sent to Radical because I had mentioned this in my comment section with, (laughs) and to like a lot of the people that were like. Oh, radical radicals evil like you know i was like dude like i sent it like it's fine if we have differing opinions but i sent this spotify link to maybe this will clean up misconceptions so i sent him one to a podcast by curly plapoyao which is a um, guy of nahua descent that we follow and he has an episode covering the uh the whole black olmec uh um, olmec uh controversy right so and he's an archaeologist so i just wanted to like send that to radical latino maybe he would consider it right and see maybe if his viewpoints have changed or maybe because uh, I remember him saying in the last video he was kind of like on the fence about it. He didn't know one way or the other because he's heard conflicting information. So I just wanted to send him something to just see what he where he stands after hearing that whole podcast.
0: Yeah. So um I did see during our interview which was live, a lot of people who were my you know retractors were basically saying he thinks they will make the blood, right. So they were, they were pretty much, they were pretty much like not gun shy. They were, you know, they were yeah they were like, they were, like they, were, they were they were hitting me up with, with ammo and all that. And I, I did make a video talking about how, um, indigenous people were black and they were here in America and I rightfully got corrected by that. And I didn't make an update video, to, you know, correcting it because. Again, I was finding conflicting information. I was finding information that was um, on one side, and I was finding information that was also on the other side, talking about how indigenous um, people were 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 black here, and then there was saying that no, there was no black folks here. Indigenous people were here, but it is very interesting how certain things do connect, like. In, in Africa, there's pyramids. Also in uh, Mexico, Central and South America, there's also pyramids also. So I do see why certain people do connect the two. You know what I mean? And that's where the right. camp I was. When you send me that link, right, I'm very open-minded into new information. And again, opinions can evolve, evolve right? So when you send me that link, I was like, all right, let me go check it out driving down to the to the city, you know, New York City, right? Driving down to the city, I'm listening to it and it's not that long. It's like a good 40 50 minutes, right? Driving down to the city and every time they're making a point, uh, mind you, just let me just break the the the, the whole episode down. They, they're talking about um a article about the Black Omnax and stuff like that and these individuals emailed the person who wrote the article and they basically break everything down. So I had to hear it the first time on full, then hear it again very concisely to understand everything that they're saying, and then hear it one more time with the computer in front of me and actually researching certain things. And I am going to have to say that I have to agree with them and say that the, the Olmecs and indigenous people were not black. Just, I see and I understand because the broad nose and the big lips and the dark skin, I understand that they will be considered black. But now, nowadays, black is so broad that now literally everything, everybody's going to be considered black. And I get that. You know what I'm saying? I totally, uh, I totally understand it. I totally get that. But it was one part that he said that got me was like, whoa. I wasn't thinking it like that, and I didn't see it like that. It's basically white white supremacy with blackface. And I said, wait a minute. I see that now I see his point. You know what I'm saying? Now I see his point. And I started to actually dive back a little and say, okay, let me see this through a real historical lens. And there was plenty of archaeologists that even said, the indigenous people were indigenous people. They were they were not black, as the sense of of it now. They did they have dark skin? Of course they did, but that does not mean that they were black. You feel what I'm saying? They're a complete different race. So I ended up now that that's when I understood I was like, okay, now I see. You know what I'm saying? So um, do do you guys agree with my assessment? Do you do you see it the same way or what?
1: Uh, yeah, no, I I, I I agree, man. um like I, I watched that video. Um, I don't know like literally every single thing about the whole matter, but i i've I've heard I've read articles uh, that they put out and i've I've uh, listened to that podcast before and other people that uh, put out similar podcasts. And uh, it, it makes sense. I mean, like, yes, I mean, we have different skin tones as indigenous people. So, yes, I mean, like, for example, there are movie can get very, very dark. And some people might even consider them like almost black. But but it's still a completely different race of people. So, yeah, I mean, I was just the point was like modern black people, like what we consider like Africans today were not here back then that they came through the slave trade, unfortunately. Um, you know, they, they got enslaved by white people. So that's that's really the main point because um, the old mix have been very dark skinned yeah of course I mean you've got modern day indigenous people that are very dark skinned too so um so yeah yeah I, I was just interested to see what your take was going to be after uh, watching that Spotify because those two are pretty good um, they're pretty good scholars so I thought I thought you'd enjoy uh, listening to them
2: you know and I can see again like how you were talking about conflicting views like there are pyramids built you know in Africa and here um, so perhaps some people can get some things you know uh confused at times i think uh but now uh i think w- when you read and listen to people you know like curly uh things make a bit more sense um and we're all able to you know have a, a green points <laughs> um but i guess like you had brought up earlier that like what was it white supremacy with blackface and that's what really uh you know made you uh think more and more about like what was going on. Um, and I guess for me, I always you know and it, my thing is it's the thing that a lot of uh, you know unfortunately, you know Afri- a small 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 you know group of African Americans that want to say that they were the original people here. The reason it was so easy for me to disagree with their points was that like they were calling all the natives like you' all are from Siberia, you all are Asians. Uh, and all this like really negative, you know, in my opinion, racist stuff. Um, so that was, uh, you know, as soon as they start saying that stuff, I was just like, okay, yeah, you're wrong. Um, because, you know, I'm not going to agree with you if you're going to start insulting, you know, me and, you know, native indigenous brothers and sisters out there. Um, and I saw that right away. Um,
1: but one thing though, I will criticize our own side, uh, sometimes is, uh, and me and Marcus don't do this. But uh, when it comes to this issue, some people like want to be racist back uh, against like black people, and it's like you you've got to realize like this is just a debate. Like you don't have to be anti-black. Like you know, there are a lot most black people are very proud of being African and being black, and it's a it's a beautiful thing to be that identity. Um, so you know, whenever we're debating these ideas, you've got to remain professional. You've got to remain um, like a scholar, right? Civil. You've got yeah, civil, right? So you can't you can't be descending into racism yourself because then you just turn into a hypocrite.
0: Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm gonna have to agree to that because um, I have I have uh, seen certain um, black folks who are militant who are in the in the in the Black Power movement um, speaking very negative about indigenous folks and Latin people, you know. And and I I see I don't know how to differentiate the two. You know what I'm saying, but uh again i know that i shouldn't be nobody should be lumping one person because they represent that group and do, and lumping that whole group because of one person's opinion you know what i mean so i totally understand that that that's that's completely false and that's wrong to do because then we are not gonna we're not gonna go anywhere with it you know what i mean at the end of the day we're we're here to to fight against the oppression, which is called white supremacy, and once we start, you know, this little civil war, guess who's gonna win at the end of the day? You know what I mean? So um, I, that that that's the that's the reason why I I don't even entertain those type of uh, those type of things whatsoever. Um, but I do I do have some corrective videos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where I'm like, no, well, you know, homie's wrong here. You know what I mean, or you know, yeah, sure. kind of misleading here. You know what I'm saying. So, I, 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 do, I do know how to walk that thin line. But, um, one, one thing I wanna, I wanna ask you guys, um, where, where, uh, where does the, the whole, um, you no know, labeling for Latin folks, uh, where does that stand now? Do you guys still st- think that? copper or bronze is a good label or do you think that we still need to workshop it
1: uh so i like for people like we, we were talking about like that are just those varying degrees of mixture but that have indigenous blood right um i think i really like copper so the reason why is because it's been actually used historically uh and if i can present screen maybe i could show you guys all right so uh actually what i came to find out as far as the um about um copper is uh that it's actually already been used in in south america by like by these spanish dictionaries even from the 1800s like they talk about white yellow copper yeah you see right here brown or Yeah. yeah
0: yeah 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 wow i didn't know that
1: yeah so so it's actually down in South America, um, I guess it was like their way of replacing uh, or, or their, maybe their differentiation of red. Because I know up here it, here in the continental U.S., they use red for a lot of the natives, right? Oh, they're red people.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But I think copper was something similar because it, um, I, I was looking at a lot of sources from South America, and, and copper has been the racial color or term already been used for hundreds of years, um, even in Spanish wow. dictionaries. And I, and I could always send you this uh, this source. I, I just translated to English because it's in Spanish. Uh, but not only that, I also looked into um, into the uh, that source Pocho was uh, talking about. All right. So basically, this uh, this, Wait, what, this guy what page
0: is that? What page is that? What page is that first?
1: It's going to be nineteen. Here
0: okay. In the book. Okay. Got it. Okay. Good.
1: Nineteen here in the book, and then I'll go to another page, which is I, I know exactly where to go. So. All right. This guy. Okay. This guy's name is Antaro uh, Humala. So I'll I'll pull up like what he looks like. So he is controversial in Peru because his brother um, became president, but he was also um, li- kind of turned his back against indigenous people a little bit and was a traitor, like his brother. But this guy was fighting for indigenous people and rebelled against the Peruvian government and was locked up in 2005. So he's been yeah. in prison for since then. Right. But he um, yeah. and he has like an ethno nationalist standpoint um, and he had a lot of indigenous support when he actually went to prison uh, from Ecuador and Bolivia. But this is what he oh, looks okay. like. So an indigenous man, uh, and he he didn't coin the term because copper is already, was already in use way before this, but he popularized it with his book where he's saying that we all have that copper root. Basically, he's saying we have a copper biological root in which all of us, uh, Indios or Cholos or Mestizos, are um, inheritors of this, right? And we're demographically the majority. That's what he's saying in the book,
0: mm. right? Mm,
1: so, that's, so, this is two reasons why I really like it is because, okay, well, it's already been used as a racial term for our people, anyways. Um, and it's a color. Yeah. And uh, some people have made the argument, like, oh, well, we can't relate like black people in terms of racial identity because, like, you know, indigenous, you know, it's not a color. And it's like, well, here's a color we can use. Like, you can, because yeah. I mean, it's harder to deny, like, e- even if you're mixed, it's harder to deny somebody, like, how, how are you going to tell somebody that's obviously copper colored you're not copper? They are like yeah, you, you yeah, can't yeah, argue yeah. like what, what they look like. That's the it's harder to argue against that point. You know what I mean? So that's another reason why I like it. And then this indigenous man's used it. I mean, obviously not perfect, but still, I mean, he's popularized it. Uh and yes. and he's saying he's saying we have a biological copper root. So I just uh I that's why I really like the the term. And it's also like just really dignified in general. Like that's why I really just like the whole concept of a uh, copper here. Mm. Okay. so I, that's why i'm still i'm still for the whole copper thing um i don't know if you're if you've kind of changed position on it or not but no
0: i i i i like it uh the the, the thing is i know i i was i was hearing i was hearing all sides of it you know again um it's i like it but it doesn't mean that we're it's still workshop you know what i mean it's not set in stone you know, so right. we're still gonna we still need to workshop it as a as a group, you know, because I believe as a group, once we understand what it is and what we should identify, I think that that's gonna be a good uh you know, good space that we we go to, you know?
1: Yeah, 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 no, certainly. But um, yeah, and I, I saw some people make that same point that you ran across the whole like, well, isn't it a step bike to identify as a color? But it's like it's already People already identified as a color, so um, you know, black people, white people, it's already there. So I mean, it really wouldn't be anything new or even a step back. It's I mean, it's already there in the present day. So I don't really see it that way. It's just like it's it's a good unifier again. Like look at what black people have done with Black Lives Matter, the civil rights movement, used it successfully for these political social movements it's like we could easily do the same thing and it's easy to rally behind around like i mean we're we're copper colored like it's a nice name it has a good ring to it um it's a good unifier for like and it's it's so much more dignifying than freaking going calling yourself a freaking half-breed like oh yeah, i
0: i i totally i totally agree to that um i i as you can see I resonate with it, you know. I mean? <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, Actually, I'll be direct. Right. Let me let me get something. You're, gonna laugh.
0: Yeah, You're yeah, gonna laugh. yeah, yeah, Um, But I I totally I totally agree to it. I I believe that you know the 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 people who do go against it, who want to say, hey, uh, you know, we shouldn't identify as a color. I understand where where they're coming from with it. And again, like I said before. It's something workshop. It's not something set in stone. It's not something that we're we're gonna be like, tomorrow everybody needs to we're not doing that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I totally understand what, what they're where they're coming from. So 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 what's up? Uh what what, what you gonna show us? What you gonna show <laughs> so, us?
1: you're gonna laugh. This is actually a pure copper coin, so I was just gonna
0: <laughs> Oh, this guy <laughs> this is
1: a pure <laughs> copper coin bro yeah and i match it yeah. i match it fucking perfectly so wait
0: wait, wait. are you gonna are you gonna okay. copper are you gonna copper test people now? <laughs> copper that test it? bro you got to have to hold up pure copper coin bro <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, everybody, copper. everybody right get your pet everybody get your pennies together yeah i got wait a minute Hold on. Am yeah. I, am I? Hold on. Wait. No. <laughs> nah, let me
1: stop. <laughs> yeah. No. Like I got it as a gift. Like it's like pure copper, and I I thought it was funny. I was like, bro. Like my skin tone's like the same fucking thing as this thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. That was it, hilarious. No, but um, uh, I, I I I see what I see. What some people say, you know what I mean? I and I understand it. Like I totally understand it. But but it. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, right? Let's just say copper is not a good thing, right? We shouldn't be using a color. What? other identifier you guys might think that would be a good, uh, use. So,
1: all right. So I, I don't really have a solution, but I do have like an analysis of the problem I constantly see. Okay. So if copper is not going to be used, what I, what I've noticed with other racial groups is if they don't use a color, they go by geography, right? Asians for the continent of Asia. Right. Um, but the problem is every time we bring up geography, People complain because Ameri- like they don't like the n- name American because it derives from apparently some European named Amerigo. So, so
0: Turtle Island, that's what we're gonna go by. Turtle Island? <laughs> nah.
1: So, so yeah, so so there's that problem, like you know, with the whole geography thing. So people don't even like that. People don't like uh, Indian because of the whole thing from India, even though I don't, I don't know if that's a an accurate thing to say because I don't, I'm not sure if India was actually a thing. Or, I guess the list, I don't know. I've heard like Lakota guy, this guy we've had on, he says that the whole Indian complaint is like not valid because, um, but he goes more into that. Maybe I, I need to have him on the podcast and explain that more. But um, but I mean, I always thought Amerindian was cool because I'm just like, okay, well, it's more anthropological. No one actually calls themselves that, anyways. So Amerindian would be cool, but I've had people complain because of the Indian and the Ameri portion. And it's just like you guys are ne- you guys are never happy with anything, man. So like not geography, well, not not. Uh, why, <laughs>
0: that's the reason why I said we gotta we gotta workshop this. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand <laughs> with geography, um, people are gonna be like, "Well, I'm not American," you know what I mean? Like I get yeah, it, yeah. I get it. So it's, it we're gonna have to workshop it? We're gonna have to workshop it. You know what I'm saying? So. So any, any suggestions? Like, do you guys think, like, anything, like, maybe uh, calling uh, call, call calling us, uh, you know, calling us, like, I don't know, anything, like, something different. Like, what what, what suggestions do you guys think?
1: So if we're not going to go based off of color or geography, I think, yeah, we just need to make up some random fucking word. <laughs> like, well, what do you got, Marcus? You've been kind of quiet.
2: Well, I was just listening to you guys. Uh I was thinking of what was it the uh, asked? I mean, again, people always disagree. What was he asked? The Nawa term, the uh, Maswali, Which right? But see the,
1: but see, I've already heard like complaints about that. So sure. when it comes to using a an indigenous word, people are like saying, "Well, you know, it would be an insult to Nawa's to use their language, um, especially for people that." you know, are like, let's say from South America that have no connection to Nahuas. So it's like, why, why would you use a term like Maswali? Then I've had people complain saying that that, um, some people that are Nahuas already use that for themselves, like certain ethnic groups. So it'd be like stepping on their toes. So like, and and, and like, as far as using indigenous language in general, I've had people say, well, whatever ethnic group you, you use it from, they're not going to be happy that you're stealing that word.
0: And basically- I got, I got one, I got one, I got one. Some people-
1: Sun people.
0: Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Is I'm just sun saying. People? Sun I'm people I'm just saying sun, like the sun, sun people. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. Maybe well, I mean, maybe. Hey, yeah. I need I need a I need
1: a, I need, a, I need a rollover on that one. I actually I don't think that's bad. I need a you roll know, that me, over too. you you know
0: what I'm saying. Like uh you know, we you know the sun, you know what I'm saying, brown. I just I don't, I don't yeah. know what, 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 what yeah. that what y'all um we could be you know, Earth people. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, nature. I don't know. Some. Some. I don't know. Let's. Let's. Got to workshop it. We got to workshop it. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. So, a lot yeah of workshop yeah. thinking.
1: I mean, we can. We can. Like, we can continue to see what people say in the comments for sure. But I mean, I know at least a good amount, dude. When we did the polls, did like. Listen. I
0: listen. Uh, the comments. I already know the comments section. You know what I mean? They're gonna <laughs> already come. They're already gonna come for. For, for, for especially me but they're gonna come for everybody so they, they, they're gonna be they're gonna be going crazy with it but like uh the the, the thing is that again it, it's 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 our identity and we definitely need to come together and 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 speak on that you know and come yeah. up with something that we all agree with because i understand okay not a color whatever right all right get it not a geography. I get it. You know, so at least let's come up with, some let's brainstorm something that, you know, we're all going to be, you know, cool with, you know what I'm saying? So.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I would say pol- polling and repoling and, and seeing where it stands. I mean, like I said, I mean a good, like a good chunk though, we're, we're saying good for copper, but I know there was a, a portion that were like cool are the fans, but I mean, I still personally, like, I don't want to give up on it yet, but I am willing to entertain other things and, like, <laughs> try to brainstorm other shit. So that's fine with me. Um, I don't know if you've given up yet on that radical or if you're still, like, mulling that one. No,
0: nah, I'm I, I, uh, I'm for whatever, you know, but I, I really resonated with Copper, bro. I really resonated yeah. with Copper. So I'm, I'm more towards towards your side, you know what I'm saying? Like, with the whole Copper right. thing. But, but, I'm let, so let, but let's, let's see if we know. can...
1: Yeah, but you you want to see maybe if we can find another thing that might be even better, right?
0: Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but like, if we can't, cool. I mean, we.
1: But if we if we can,
0: I mean, we still we still, we still, <laughs> we still got it. We still got this. Yeah, shit. No, so. yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> so. what I mean? Like, again, that that that, that coin copper test. You know what I'm saying? but but um, I, I I see. Like, we gotta definitely up with something now let me let me um direct this towards marcus for a little bit um sure if you feel comfortable let me know so you said that you were adopted um but i'm just gonna ask were you adopted by uh latin folks uh a black family white family uh what kind of family were uh adopted you
2: yeah so i was adopted by white parents white americans Uh, i feel that most uh, indigenous native adoptees are usually adopted by white parents as well actually i don't know any non-white american parents i think uh, if you do statistics majority of uh, american parents that do adopt outside of the u.s are usually white Um, uh, so yeah i was raised in a very white community went to a very white school Um, and to be honest my experience wasn't was was fine. I mean, you know, I had my ups and downs, uh, you know, I had people I didn't, I liked in high school and people that, you know, if they got abducted by aliens, I wouldn't care what happens. (laughs) But, uh, and I know like for a lot of native adoptees, indigenous adoptees that are out there, you know, from Peru, central and South America, they do unfortunately have a lot of traumatic experiences. Um, and some, unfortunately, I don't like to say this too much, but a lot of parents weren't meant to adopt kids um uh, it's really sad because a lot of the the adoptees that i know turn out good and then some don't turn out so hot and you know the purpose of them being adopted is to be raised in a, a better place a good environment safe environment for them to grow and have a family one day and live like a you know a peaceful life but um yeah sometimes that isn't the case um but yeah you know, I'm,
0: I'm glad i'm glad you you brought that up because um I've, I've known a few Latin folks who were adopted by white families and I have not seen one one not seen one who actually came out, you know, um, I'll say, quote unquote, normal. Um, most of them have white supremacist ideologies. Some of them have these type of ideologies that you only find in white folks where they only want to hang around white folks and they adopt this weird um uh this weird fetish for um dating women who haven't been with black men so i've i've seen those type of things and my my question to you um did you did you uh did you see uh, early on um that why adopt this family kind of like uh, indoctrinating you or was that not the case?
2: No, not really at all. Um, That's interesting that you bring that up in New York. I never, I mean, I can see how maybe uh, an adoptee, particularly an indigenous native adoptee might have, you know, unfortunately some white supremacist views because, you know, I know of adoptees that do, you know, have parents that have these negative unfortunate negative perceptions of, of different groups of people um, and particularly some of them are negative perceptions of black you know african americans um, and it's very sad um, but you know that that's the uh, reality in some cases i would say i'd like to think a small amount um, but for me um no I, I never had that sort of thinking i mean my parents my family taught me to that, you know, there's good and bad people of all groups, um, you know, you know, and that's just, you know, how life is and to not, you know, have this negative perception of others, um, and, you know, I, I, have friends from every group, um, you know, whether it's white, black, or Asian, um, and, you know, I've dated, you know, people from different groups, ethnic groups of, uh, so it's, I would say that I'm fortunate to, to live the life that I have lived. Um, if I was never adopted I would have uh, likely perished in Peru so I'm always thankful um, to be in the position that I am today but again, I know not every adoptee is in that position and it's sad um, a lot are race to you know have these um, not a lot a few are raised to you know be somewhat racist and you know have these negative perceptions of others uh, um, so but it's ultimately up to them to change that um, but yeah it's yeah like
0: I I I, I, to- I totally get it. Like I, I totally understand. But continue, continue.
2: Oh no! I was going to say, and that's what I was thinking. Like when I was trying to think of uh, insults that perhaps uh Chaloa's, uh, our enemies might think of us, particularly the Hispanistas. They would probably call me the Anglo-raised, you know, evil uh, mestizo that worships you know Anglo ideologies or some like weird shit like Indigenous that. Indigenous
1: podcast know? is evil. That's what they
2: say.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah crazy yeah. stuff like that. Um, now now let me um let me ask you guys, uh I know in the beginning of this interview, uh you guys uh, said um that you know that you guys don't want to go into the whole like hating white folks type of thing because you guys have white friends. First of all, I wanna just say uh boo for y'all. no, let me stop, let me stop, let me start. <laughs> Oh no, um, no, 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 let me stop. Um I, I why would you why why do you guys uh have that type of like I, like you know I'm talking because certain folks will be like, no, screw whitey, you know what I'm saying, screw that. And other people would, you know, will have that that type of uh mentality saying, no, it's, it's whatever, it is what it is. So uh for the people in the back, um, can you guys explain that?
2: So first of all, like, you know, my family and all my cousins, everyone's white. So when we go against like, if you have people in the discord that are going to be, and we made these rules really clear, like if you're going to be racist towards any group, then I'm going to kick you out because like, you're talking crap about my parents and and that's not cool. Like my parents raised me. Like if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be alive. I have friends that are white that are like completely, that aren't what these pe- certain people think of. Like it's asinine to me in my opinion. Um, you can't have this sort of thinking. Again, like if you start to exclude others and you live in a very diverse country, whatever plan you have on uh reaching some political level as far as like, I don't know, some sort of change, it will fall flat on its face. You must be inclusive to everyone. Um, and if you aren't, then as I said, it won't go anywhere. Um that's why Wancholo and I push for this. Um and of course like, you know, I have friend I, I grew up with like, you know, friends that were white and whatnot. So and it's very interesting that you say that. Uh Radical, because I, I know people that even you know, certain close people that feel very you know uncomfortable with being in a classroom that is surrounded by essentially you know white maybe students or white people or building, but for me I don't have that problem. Uh, maybe it's <laughs> I don't know. I mean I was adopted, but I'm, I'll be very honest with you. I think that the current social climate that we live in. Um, is not good for us. I think it actually is very much like white. A lot of, you know, they, the, the climate is that, you know, white Americans are bad. Uh, they've done all these terrible things. Um, yada, 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 yada. Uh, you know, we're living in this world that will never uh, get up to them. And I think that's really, I think that's really bad for civilization, you know, country to grow. Because if we have this perspective Then it's going to create, you know, animosity. Um, And how can we, you know, I mean, we have to be realistic here. We live in the United States, Um, and of course, as I told you before, I have, I know there's people in this country that, if they got abducted by aliens, I wouldn't care what happens in the next day. But uh, the majority of them, I'm I'm serious, man. They can get probed. I don't care. I'm sorry, that's going too far. (laughs) But um,
0: no, no, I get you. I get you, bro. Yeah, man.
2: Yeah, so oh, we have no. to, like, sorry.
0: No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go, bro.
2: Oh, just, like, you know, coming together and, like, having, you know, the majority of people support what we have to do. Like, we can't, like, Juan Cholo and I can't say this, like, in my opinion, this extreme stuff. Like, of course, I understand, like, the importance of recognizing, you know, white supremacy, like, the, the problems that come from that. Like, again, if you if you have a last name that might sound foreign, and, then, and if it's, like, uh, I don't know, in some high-rich, like, New York-style, uh, or a company, then there's a there's a chance that like you might you would be discriminated against. Unfortunately, that is the reality in some cases, but it is not of all cases. Uh, um, you know, and as a kid, I was like kind of oblivious to certain things, so maybe I was like discriminated against at some points and I didn't realize it. Um, but again, like going back, having that mentality is uh, it's not good. I think it's important because I'm not, again, like from what my family had taught me, like there's good and bad people of every group. Um, and that's just how it is. You know, I like to be inclusive, but I mean, I'm not afraid to call out like history as it is. Like colonization was bad and it was like you know, right, right,
0: right, right, created right. by
2: a lot of like Western Europe and whatnot. Um, yeah. I mean, of course, Japan was in it, too, but that's other, yeah. another time for another story. <laughs> gotcha,
0: gotcha. <laughs> um, so, so uh, uh, Juan Chiloa, uh, what, are, what are your thoughts uh, into this question? You know, uh, Why are you sympathizing for white folk? No, let me what What is, what is yours? Uh, what
1: are your thoughts? So, I, I mean, growing up here in Alabama, obviously, I grew up with a uh, Mexican family with that culture and everything, but in school, there was, I mean, there was quite a bit of black people here, but there is a lot of white people. And I made a lot of uh, friends that were white and grew up with them. And don't me wrong, I have faced a lot of discrimination. Um, However, I've had solid friends that have backed me up that have stood up for me that, um, that are good people like, you know, so I, I just think it's a mistake when people want to, you know, they'll, they'll complain about, white supremacy and racism, but then they want to do the same thing back. And it's like, you can't do that. It's like, you're being a hypocrite and doing that. And it, like Martin Luther King says, you can't drive out hate with hate. It's just never going to work. It's always going to be stuck in this loop. Um, you know, you can't judge. I, I'm
0: going to I'm gonna have to cut you off just real quick. He also did say he, unfortunately, he he walked his people into a burning house. So, you know what I mean? like uh, Right. Yeah, but 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 I think right. you're saying, consider, <laughs> right, right, yeah.
1: So yeah, I mean, yeah, he might have said some stuff that was contradictory to that <laughs> message too, right? But I mean, but I, I still, I agree with that statement at, at the very least. Like, I think um, let let's not judge people just by their skin color as well. Like in in the reverse, you know, there there are plenty of white people that have been allies uh, that have helped social change come about. That stood with black people during the civil rights era. That have stood by minorities now. So um, they, they can be very good allies and they can be very good people. So um, it doesn't mean let's pull our punches calling out right, white, white supremacy or, or pull our punches calling out colonialism. Yes, we will continue to do that, but let's not also uh, descend into unreasonableness. And because I've seen statements like, oh, white people are evil, like, you know, or as a collective are evil, which are really broad statements, which I warn people about. It's like, it always goes back to these broad ass statements you want to make and it's like that's dangerous ter- territory so stay away from that So, but yeah I mean I have like a lot of you know white friends and, and people that have helped me along the way that have stood by me so it'd be betraying them to be like oh well fuck all white people I'm not gonna do that um, so
0: got that, that. what what I heard what I was hearing the whole time you guys were talking you know what I'm saying uh, Got <laughs> a bunch of white sympathizers you know what I mean I don't like that you know what I'm saying we talk about, white supremacy, we talk about all white So I totally agree that you know having allies no matter where where they come from is very important in any in any fight in any struggle um, the the thing is whenever I do talk about white supremacy or you know anybody talks about white, about, about white supremacy, they tend to just focus on the word white and think that oh you hate all white folks you know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah. Cool. and there's been plenty of examples of you know the the john browns of the world who actually you know um put their life on the line in order to protect and in order to call out their own people you know what i'm saying so i definitely understand that the whole allyship is is very real and we definitely do need white folks in in this type of fight that we are having you feel what i'm saying because at the end of the day let's be honest due to white supremacy them white folks could go into into meetings to open doors that we cannot have access to so having good allyships is something that we definitely should be striving for you know what i'm saying do you guys agree with that disagree with that
1: no definitely i mean it go it goes into um and it's funny me my best friend talk about this but um it goes into a term that I like to use called social maneuvering. You know, you got, you got to play your cards, right? you got to play the politics game. Um, and yeah, I mean, being extremist in a diverse society is like the United States is just not going to work to your favor. You're not going to be able to make headway. You need a, you need something like this to go mainstream in order to get really good traction and get things accomplished. And you can't do that if you're going to be um, in, you know, racist in the reverse sense. So uh, because, I mean, the population numbers are what they are, and I mean, I mean, all, you know, it, all, it also goes back to like my morality. You know, I'm not gonna, not going to become the thing that I'm fighting against either. Like, in the reverse. So yeah, I think they can they can be very strong allies, uh, and you should you should make more friends than you make enemies. Uh, I mean, I I mean we always talk about the enemies on Digits podcast, but we have way more friends. I mean, obviously because we got all these subscribers. So
2: yeah, no, 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 I agree. Like, allyship is really important. Like, in being. Again, like going back to being inclusive to others um, and what Juan Chilo and I like stand for is like, you know, native you know, unity and pushing for like, uh, uh, how would I say, just more empowering those that are more, you know, disenfranchised. Um, but of course, having supporters and, you know, non-native supporters, regardless of if they're like Asian, black uh, um, or white, uh, that's, that's really important for us. Um, and I think that a lot of our followers would agree with those points too as well Um, so yeah, yeah, having allies is really good and you know We bring on people on the show that you know that have their points regardless of if they're you know I mean, it is called indigenous podcast. Yes But yeah, we're always fine with bring on anyone from any group that wants to you know,
0: So, so let points. me let me ask you guys. What are your thoughts on the five dollar indians dog? the bounty hunters of the world <laughs> uh <laughs> The uh, the Warren, the little yeah. Warrens of the world, uh, having literally uh, no nick of indigenous blood, but they're like, I'm indigenous, you know what I mean? And when they get called out, you know what I'm saying? How dare you! So, so, what are your thoughts on those five dollar Indians? Do you want to ally with them? Do you, uh, what are your thoughts?
1: No, I don't want to ally with them. I think that should be condemned. Uh, like, it, I just think it's silly because you, you're you're stealing an identity from people. Like, um, you know, when you're racially not that, you don't have the um, that racial experience or look or identity that goes with that. You know, you you know if. So I I, I just think it's dishonest to do that. I mean, and why? Like, because if it was dude, if it was me, like if I was ninety five percent white, I would just say I'm white. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and. Be like, oh well, but I'm five percent some, and just be like, no, I'm just white. And I would just, I mean, see, that's another thing. Like, I just think it's kind of odd. Like, um, people, like I've noticed some white people do this, where they, they will take that small percentage of whatever other race they are, and they want to identify with it. And it's just like, there's nothing wrong with just being white. You can be proud of like having ancestors that are white. Like, you can be proud that you had a Roman ancestor. You know. We was Romans, but, you know, but you can be proud of that. You can be proud of the fact that you had uh, knights in England, right? Maybe you had ancestors that were knights or some shit. Like, you know, you can be proud of that shit. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's cool. Cool ancestry, too. I mean, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. So, But, yeah, I just think it's kind of weird when people that are like, yeah, like 90% something else, and but they want to focus on that 5%. This is like, dude, that makes no sense.
2: Yeah. And then going back, adding on to that, I mean is that I think there's an article that just came out where there are some people in Canada that are like, I don't know, like 98% white. And they're using this, we had this native ancestor from long, long ago. Therefore, we should like be called native indigenous as well. Give us our benefits, yada, yada, yada. I think that's really, really bad. Um, And you know, like Juan I have no interest in associating with those people that want to do such a terrible thing. Um, Especially someone like Elizabeth Warren. Like, yeah, screw they, that, that,
0: lady. that. Yeah, she, she's like people like that are very cringy. Um, I, I i said uh this uh plenty of times um when I had my business um and I went for a small business loan, uh this small business minority loan was just for minorities. And you would think that black, Latin, Asians, you know, could apply. That whole room was filled with white folks. And literally, I spoke to one, and he had one feather on on like you know, you know, when you hold a pencil on your on your ear. He had one feather talking about I'm one eighth Cherokee. I'm like, I'm like, bro, you look one eighth Cherokee nothing, not even in your <laughs> elbows, not even in your elbows look indigenous, bro. Like, what are you talking about? So so I I I feel like that's very, very cringy when it comes to those type of you know talking points. Sure. Um also I, I wrote an article. Actually, I saw an article and I, I wrote it on my website, RadicalLatino.com, you know, news article. You know um, <laughs> that there, there, there was this, uh, I believe there was this politician who used indigenous status to his benefit. to I, I, believe, uh, I, I, be, I believe he used it to his benefit to get certain um, benefits from his own state. And then he rewrote certain laws in order to recoup more benefits for it. So I I I do see how how you know these certain five dollar Indians are are coming into this whole thing and, and and putting a bad name on the indigenous people. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, sure. let's be let's be honest, those are the let's be honest, those are the colonizers. You know what I mean? And they're just coming in to LARPing. I'ma just use their word, LARPing. Uh, something that they're not, you know what I mean? So um I think you guys saved yourselves from the whole you know white praising. You know what I'm saying? No <laughs> uh, no, 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 <laughs> but, but I, no, no, but I, I, I feel like I feel like uh some of these white uh, white folks who do want to be allies with us should be calling those type of things out in their own community. you know yeah. That's how I feel. That's how I feel What, what do you guys think about that?
2: I'm sure there are some that are, but, you know, unfortunately, it's something that's not covered in the news, like a lot of things in the news. I don't know if I told you this, but I find the most of American news outlets, you know, conservative or liberal, like extremely biased. Um, I worked, you know, I <laughs> I was a journalist at one time. Uh, so I...
0: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah,
2: for a very, very short period, though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, just well, like... Well,
0: may- what made you get into that
2: uh you know i liked writing i wasn't too great at it <laughs> but i i enjoyed it um i thought i wanted to get into a position that i would enjoy in life but i kind of slowly realized i wanted to, to, <laughs> to pursue something else uh so I, I i you know got out but i, I liked Not writing about it. stories and like events going on in the world you know i'm, I'm always like reading about you know international news and things like that i thought i always thought that yeah, being yeah, a correspondent yeah. in a different part of the world would be really cool so oh, okay. i think that's what what i like, wanted to do i've been to like a lot of places like i've been to china and uh germany and thailand and all these places so just like i, I really like culture and whatnot just different.
0: so you just wanted that. to be you wanted to be the indigenous uh, Tim Pool, you know what i mean the, yeah <laughs> uh, okay i got <laughs> you indigenous i got temple, you yeah. I mean
2: it would have been fun, <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm content. I am somewhat you know, I'm content with where I'm at, but yeah, gotcha. it's uh it's been a fun ride. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha,
0: gotcha. Um hey, nothing is stopping you from uh getting a website and you know, and putting news articles up there, you yeah, know what I mean?
2: Sure, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, that. You
0: know what I mean? Um uh, now one one small concern that I got from from your guys as a whole, uh, you know, platform. How come I cannot find it on iTunes, Google, Spotify, and all them other places? What is going on? Is there a, cons- <laughs> is there a conspiracy against y'all? Like, what, what, what's up? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, what, what's going on? How come I can only find y'all on YouTube? I don't want to do, use YouTube. You feel me? I want to lock my phone. I want to lock my phone and hear y'all. Like, what's up? No. Uh, what's going on yeah what's going on with
1: that oh i'll be completely frank with you we've just been lazy ass bitches like we haven't we haven't gotten all these laces. like Why uh you
2: insult me like that man
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right but it's the truth bro we've just been like too lazy to do it yet um, but okay. we, yeah we, we need to do it we need to do it we, we, we were thinking at least of spotify and podbean um because i think it'd be cool on there maybe maybe like maybe to curb the laziness maybe we don't we won't uh we won't like we won't right away go back and do every video but maybe every single new one going forward will be on that shit so at least that'll be like easy to do at the same time gotcha, uh,
0: yeah 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 gotcha. Yeah, um, but that, yeah
1: we've had people br- bring it up and they've been they've yeah. been like what the fuck are you guys not on these places
0: yeah like i think um definitely when i started my podcast on on um, most of these platforms the, the biggest reaction and the biggest uh support that I was getting was from the podcast. And then the YouTube thing started, you know, growing, 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 growing. It's it's kind of weird that I got more followers on my podcast than I do on YouTube, which is weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? That doesn't and, and also and also like during this interview, I just got an email from from iTunes, uh they reapproved me or whatever because some of these uh white supremacist was mass flagging my, uh, my, my iTunes, uh, podcast, but they reapproved me and they pretty much put something on my account where that won't affect me. You know what I'm saying? So nice try. Um, uh, so, so yeah, but that, that's also a thing that about that you guys have to like, you know, watch out for, for the whole like false flagging type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Before we wrap it up, tell us, uh, um, How how'd you enjoy this interview? Tell us where they could find you. Tell us what your social medias are. By the way, if anybody wants to follow the Indigenous podcast, everything will be down below. You know, but let let us know where people could find you. Uh, Let let us know what you thought about the interview. Anything you want to ask me? Anything you disagree with? Did I clarify my statements? Did I clarify my stance and all that? You know what I mean? Uh, uh, What's up?
1: So uh, I was just going to say, like, uh, I'm going to I'm going to share our video like when it's posted uh, from your channel onto our community page. And I'm going to put at the beginning. I'm just like, watch the whole fucking video before you say something. <laughs> Number one. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, I figured it was just a, a, like a slight communication and that was it. Like, I mean i mean i wasn't really worried about it but yeah people like always just want to instigate like drama like drop the ball and like cry and screech and uh yeah just lose their shit over little things but yeah i mean like yeah you made your positions very very clear and um, i mean we agree on anyways for the most part on on, on everything so i mean it, it was a good interview man uh, and I, I want to continue working with you i want you to continue to be on our podcast uh from time to time and and hopefully you will be back on here too um occasionally as well so you're a strong ally and um we're glad to be working with you so yeah
2: yeah yeah i just wanted to say you clarified everything well uh this was a whole lot of fun you know being on here i had some good laughs (laughs) your little uh banjo sound (laughs) it was pretty funny (laughs) but uh yeah man it was it's been a good time uh i look forward to watching it again um and i look forward to you know having you on our podcast um so yeah man it's it's been great
0: yeah th- th- thank you thank you um tell, tell the people where they could find you guys tell the people where oh, yeah. where they could what, what social media platforms you guys are in
1: I, w- I was gonna say like you can find marcus on facebook and uh if you find him go to his profile pic- picture and comment mestizo for me uh, i'm just gonna do <laughs> that shit he's gonna get mad. <laughs>
2: Dang it! What's, uh, what have you done
1: <laughs> One time I did do that shit just to, just for the laughs, and a couple of our supporters found I commented like "ha ha" reacted it. I thought it was shit. Awesome.
0: Marcus Marcus is gonna go, oh, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm getting ready. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, um,
1: you can you can follow us obviously to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's the biggest thing you can do right now. Um, we have a Discord server, but if you're a troll, we'll kick you out pretty quickly. But uh, we might drop that link uh, uh back on there yeah. here soon. Um. And then Marcus, yeah, I know we have an Instagram page, but you're more familiar with that one.
2: Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have Indigenous Podcast or YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, please check us out. And then we do have. It's called Natives United, and that was the original like term I wanted to call us at some point in the early start, which sounds silly. It's going to be changed to Indigenous Podcast. I just have been busy with things um and we'll also change our facebook account from native to united to indigenous podcast. Uh we will be going yeah. on, you know, uh other podcasts like uh Apple and and uh, other uh I forgot what the other applications were, but yeah, just re- you know, making sure our, our content gets out on other things and Yeah, and you,
0: we'll guys gotta, you, you guys got to you guys got to do it, man. I was like uh I was like why are they only on YouTube? You know, I'm going to Put that question down. I'ma yeah. You know what I mean? Um But, but with that being said, I hope everybody enjoyed this interview. All their links will be down below, and I'ma catch y'all later. Peace.
2: See ya.
0: Now I hope I hope that you guys definitely enjoyed that interview. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give them a huge, uh, Don DeMarco, you know, for for the brothers that that you know came in and and share their their knowledge with us a huge 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 shout out to them um remember all links will be down below if you guys want to follow them everything will be down below their instagram their discord their youtube everything will be down below on the podcast it will be on the details section of the podcast now with that being said um remember go to my website radical donate to support your boy also uh, hit me up on cash app dollar sign radical latino if you want to support go to my social medias radical latino uh, basically radical underscore latino underscore on instagram and twitter at the same name you know what i'm saying and also check out the news spot on spot on my website radicallatino.com. go check out the news spot you know check out you know some of the articles that i'm putting out there and um you know let's get let's get informed together you know what i'm saying i hope you guys like this interview and i'm going to leave you guys like i always do with two of my favorite quotes i'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees and if black and brown unity doesn't happen in my lifetime i might not change the world but i might inspire the mind that will with that being said i'm gonna catch y'all later Peace.